The first round of the NCAA Division II football playoffs are live right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Today, your PSAC champions, the Kutztown University Golden Bears, get set to take on the CIAA champs, the Virginia Union Panthers. Today's game can be heard on our airwaves, 1670 AM, as well as our online streaming platforms like TuneIn, MyTuner, and the Radio Garden app. You can also listen to all of our broadcasts by dialing 1-563-999-3101 or 1-804-220-6519. And with that, let's pass it over to Andre Reed Football Stand for the call of today's game. Here is Jack Heim, Josh Two, and Mitchell Smedley. Everything is as it should be. The crisp, cool November air fills your lungs as we get set for playoff football here on this Saturday afternoon from Andre Reed Stadium. It's the first round of the NCAA tournament here in 2023. The road to this game for both of these teams has been quite different. First for the visiting Virginia Union Panthers, 10-1 on the season. CIAA champions for the first time in 22 years, led by head coach Dr. Alvin Parker, was a member of of this Virginia Union team the last time they won the CIA back in 2001. He's come back to lead them to another title as their coach. On the flip side for Kutztown, 9-2. They dropped their first two games of the season against Assumption and Cal U of Pennsylvania and out-of-conference play, but they've run the table winning nine straight games, including a dominant showing last week against Slippery Rock in the PSAC title game, 31-7, to stake their claim in the 2023 NCAA tournament as the three-seed. We get set for, for the three-seed, Versus the sixth seed here this afternoon at Andre Reed Stadium. I'm Jack Heim. Alongside our broadcasting partner, Joshua Toot, we will meet the third member of our broadcast team later on in the pregame. Josh, so glad to be with you for playoff football I'm here a, in Division Two. I'm already excited, Jack. I am so excited for this game today. It's my first NCAA playoff call. Well, actually, I correct myself. First NCAA football playoff. I did call it a soccer matchup uh, for NCAA playoffs, but there's a different vibe with the NCAA football playoff experience and I mean just walking in this morning you knew what the stakes were you knew what was at hand you knew what was on the line it's winner go home now it's it's all or nothing at this point and I mean Kutztown knows it Virginia Union knows it a lot at stake and it's all about are we playing next Saturday or do we turn in the pads this Monday? At this stage, it is win or go home. Every play, every snap, every moment is as crucial as it gets in these next 60 minutes coming up in less than a half hour kickoff at noon here at Andre Reed Stadium. This game is originally scheduled for one, moved up for scheduling purposes here at Kutztown. Part of Super Region 1 or the are the Kutztown Golden Bears. This is the first ever meeting between these two schools with a recent rule change by the NCAA and allows them to cross-mix teams between regions for traveling purposes. And Virginia Union, their first ever trip to Andre Reed Stadium. Josh, what do they expect from this environment here today? They're going to learn really quick what Andre Reed Stadium is like. This place is going to be loud, and it shouldn't be any other way. And, I mean, I'm just excited for it. I'm excited for the atmosphere. And, like you did mention, Virginia Union is an unknown to the Golden Bears. I think we've never seen them. To be honest with you, after that selection show on Sunday, I didn't even know who they were. I didn't know anything about them. But after some research, I did learn a lot about them. A 
school down in Virginia, obviously in the name, right around Richmond, the Richmond area. So that's about a five-hour drive that brought them up here to the Golden Bears territory. So it's, I mean, you almost got to wonder, Jack, that five hours, does that take a toll on the body? Or is that not going to play a factor? I'm interested to see. I don't think it will, but it, you never know. You never know how it messes up your routine as an athlete getting on, a, on, on the bus ride and for a long trek up here to Kutztown, Pennsylvania. Josh, you mentioned it, just over five hours on the ride up for Virginia Union coming from the Richmond area. Um, but, you know, what's so interesting about cross-mixing the, these regions and putting these teams in different spots is a team that Kutztown has become very familiar with over the years is Shepard. They got moved from Super Region 1 over to Super Region 2. They have a matchup in Benning with the Nor Rhine here today. The four seed as uh, Benedict is the top seed in that Super Region 2. Uh, the winner of that Lenore Rhine and Shepard game will go on to the second round to meet the top seed in Benedict. So many great teams left in this tournament before it even uh, gets started. Josh, this is the kickoff game, the first game of the 2023 uh, NCAA Division II tournament. So many great teams, especially in Super Region 1, teams that Kutztown is plenty familiar with. They've seen New Haven in a playoff game before. That was two years ago. Um, they could see them again if both Kutztown and New Haven win their first round games here today. Of course, Slippery Rock and East Stroudsburg, a couple of PSAC schools getting set to tango at 1 p.m. there. The 4 and the 5 matchup, the winner will go on to play the top overall seed in the Super Region 1, the Tiffin Dragons out of Ohio, part of the GMAC Conference. An undefeated season for them. Uh, what a year it was for the Dragons, but... That's for a different day. Kutztown would only be able to see Tiffin in the Atlantic, excuse me, in the Super Regional 1 final. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Jack, every team left that is still playing, they're great. I mean, you, they don't take the average mediocre teams. They take the great teams. They take the exceptional teams. It's, it's extremely tough to get in these playoffs. I mean, the PSAC playoffs were extremely tough to get in. Kutztown found a way in. These playoffs are tough. They found a way in, and I mean, there have been a couple of key wins for the Golden Bears that have gotten them to this point. We'll talk about them a little bit later, but I mean, I think it starts, starts about week four. That Shepard game for Kutztown was a game that the Golden Bears looked excited. They looked ready to go, and it's just ultimately it's going to be a, a great day for football. Well, Josh, I think it's time we meet the third member of our broadcast team. Let's send it down to field level and meet Mitchell Smedley. Jack, great to be with you on this, I'll call it beautiful, Saturday in November. Here on field level, Andre Reed Stadium getting set for the playoffs here. Kutztown taking on Virginia Union. So excited to be with you guys. After such a dominant showing last week, Kutztown looks to bring all of that momentum from Slippery Rock into Andre Reed once again. Let's take a look at that last game. 31-7, to your final. The defense pitched a shutout until about two minutes left in the game. It was domination from first snap to finish. Is it replicatable? Well, Slippery Rock came in with a juggernaut offense that everyone in Kutztown was afraid of, but they shut them down. And how do they do that? By stuffing the run and allowing that and not having uh, their ears pinned back on the run to be able to get pressure on the quarterback and disrupt that passing game. Well, Virginia Union is a juggernaut running the football. Can Kutztown get that push on the defensive line again? Remains to be seen. On the offensive side of the football, Virginia Union great at stopping the run. Their weakness? The secondary. This is going to be a huge day for Judd Novak, the rookie. Didn't start the season. Here he is now. 
can he throw it over their heads, get those big plays deep into the secondary, and start putting up some major points like they did last week. 31 last week. Look to see what the offense can do this week. All I can tell you is it's going to be a show. Great to be with you guys. Back up to you in the booth. Thank you, Mitch. So excited here for today's first round action. It's going to be a physical, hard-fought battle between these two teams, Virginia Union and Kutztown, two physical groups. Really interested to see how the battle at the line of scrimmage will play out on both sides of the ball here, Josh, this afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about Virginia Union's run attack and how, how dominant they are and who that really runs through it. And not to mention, too, just a quick spoiler alert, he didn't even play the entire season. He only played nine games, so imagine if he played 11. I mean, he would... Those would be unreal numbers, but I definitely think that Clintstown has their hands full today on both sides of the ball. I mean, Virginia Union's offense is great. Their defense, even better. I mean, we were looking at the numbers throughout the week, and I mean, they were unreal. You couldn't even... It was just a lot of great numbers, specifically on defense. I'm going to be highlighting more of those numbers since I'm more of a defensive guy, I would say, Jack, and you'll be doing the honors taking care of the offensive side of the ball today. But in Virginia Union, they're going to be ready to play today. Absolutely. We expect both these groups to come out firing on all cylinders. But we're going to take a quick step aside, get you a weather forecast here for today's game, as it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day for football at Andre Reed Stadium. You're listening to Golden Bear Football coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Back here at Andre Reed Stadium, pregame coverage for you. Jack Hahn alongside Josh Toot, and down on the sidelines, Mitchell Smedley. Josh, we mentioned and we teased that this game's going to be physical, hard fought. It's going to be a tough battle between these two teams. And let's start digging deep into the numbers of why we believe it's going to be that way. And let's first start off with Virginia Union. Offensively, they can pound the rock like very few teams can. They average 223 rush yards per game. That's good for 12th in the nation. They're 5.2 yards per carry, 20th nationally. Top 20 in both of those statistical categories. They run the ball well, and it all starts with their lead back and lead horse, Jada Byers. I mean, Jada Byers had a season to remember. Only played nine games, but I mean, he had a season to remember. Averages 121 yards per game on the season. doesn't 85 yards. I mean, it's unbelievable. 15 touchdowns through the ground, but also, too, I mean... He's just he's just a workhorse. I mean, through the air as well, he can have an impact as well to that little screen pass. I mean, we've we've seen that a little bit on their film. I mean, he's just one of the big workhorses of the team. And I mean, I wouldn't expect it any other way. And I think Clintstown's defense knows exactly what he's going to do. I think they studied film on him specifically and know what his tendencies are going to look like, and as they should. So I think Jada Byers, a lot of that offense is going to run through him. I wouldn't expect anything less. But one thing I want to note, I mean, we talked a lot of, about Kyle Sheets last week with Slippery Rock and how we thought a lot of the offense would run through him. Kutztown limited Kyle Sheets a lot. So I expect the same thing to happen today with Jada Byers. Most of the offense, I think, through Jada Byers might be limited. And something we're going to have to look out for. Well, they also have a... 
pretty good backup to Byers as well. Curtis Allen, 659 yards on the year, six touchdowns, averaging 5.7 yards per carry and 59 yards per game. So if Byers gets a little bit held in check, they could turn to Curtis Allen, who's played all 11 games for them and has been capable as well in the secondary role here in this backfield for the Panthers, Josh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things like with Kutztown, I mean, it's not a one deep, it's, it's a two deep through the running backs. And Curtis Allen, I'm glad you mentioned him. He's having a great season as well. So I, I definitely, well, one of the things we have to be looking for is how quickly can Kutztown solidify themselves on the run defense. I think if they let Curtis Allen and Jada Byers get into that quick rhythm, rhythm, excuse me, I think it might be over pretty quickly for the Golden Bears. And, you know, that's a testament to Kutztown's got to be able to play the game in the line of scrimmage. they got to be strong. they got to be physical. they got to be tough. they got to dictate how the trenches are going to be played. And that's going to be tough against the stellar offensive line uh, that Virginia Union has, especially their left guard, Justin Mead. First team all CIAA and was the CIAA lineman of the year. Also, Jamari Moyer, another first team all CAA selection on the offensive line. This is a union group, a Virginia Union group that they block well and they're physical, especially in the trenches. What does Kutztown's defensive line have to do here today, Josh, to answer the bell and respond? Well, first of all, Kutztown's defensive line has done an amazing job so far. I mean, let's look at some of their numbers real quick. I mean, third third down defense, fourth in the conference, 47th in the nation. They allow their opponents to convert uh, 34% of the time. That does seem a little bit high, but that's, that's a respectable number, Jack. I would say so myself. But, I mean, the red zone defense... Not as solid, 85% of the time. But, I mean, the overall defense, 10th in the nation. I mean, you allow 254.5 yards per game, and I think that starts off at the defensive line. They're your first point of attack. It's who Jada Byers is going to see first. So if they can solidify um, the the line of scrimmage, I think that Kutztown has a very good shot at winning this football game. It just comes down to dominating the line of scrimmage. That's where it starts. Yes, it does. We talked all week, you know, Josh, about this Virginia Union defense, but offensively, they're just as good. We mentioned the rushing numbers. They average 37 points per game. That's top 25 nationally in scoring yep. offense. So for a group that is so stout defensively, and we'll talk about those numbers and gush about them a little bit later on in the pregame coverage, they, they are so good offensively as well. A very balanced team. It's going to be a tall task here for Goodstown today, but it should be a fun battle. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, their offense is just as good as their defense, but and, and it is going to be a fun battle. But one of the things I want to mention, too, I mean, scoring defense for the for Kutztown. First in conference, 10th in the nation, only allowing 14 points per game. I mean, that slippery rock, that helped that number out all the better because, I mean, you limited the best offense in the conference to just a touchdown, and that was at the final moments of the game. That touchdown... I mean, you had your third string in at that point. You pulled all your your first, uh, your two deep at that point. So, I mean, did that touchdown really count? I mean, obviously it did. I mean, you know, they scored, but you had your third string, fourth string in there working. So, but I mean, 14 points giving up. I mean, that's that's a number you can't beat. And I mean, I've had numerous conversations with a lot of these players, and I mean, what I always say is defense is having the season of their lives right here. I mean, you're limiting offense to 14 points per game. I mean, you can't ask much more than that, can you? I mean, it's it's going to be a fun matchup today with a high-powered offense versus a high-powered defense on both, on both sides of the ball. 
And we were talking with Coach Fargo after the win last week against Slippery Rock. We, we were asking him about how it's such a luxury for this defense to be so experienced, especially with the linebacker room, Tyler Wary uh, and Cam Wolf. And he said it was like having two coaches down on the field, two guys who've been, ar- been around the game so long and have seen so much that they're leaders, that they're almost like coaches down there on the field. It makes his job so much easier. Uh, but Josh, for this Kutztown defense, they got to be – coming to play today, especially with the run stopping. You mentioned their 83 rush yards per game. That's 11th nationally and against the team in Virginia Union that runs the football so well. Kutztown's got to be able to limit their rushing attack. Absolutely. They have to get out to a quick start. You can't give up these quick string plays. You can't give up these numerous first downs where they march right down the field. It's not going to work. It, it will not lead you to success. And at this point, you have to limit Jada Byers in every aspect of the game. You cannot let him get in a rhythm. It is not going to work. It will not work for your defense, specifically. I think if Jada Byers gets in that rhythm early, we could be looking at a tougher situation for these Golden Bears. But, Jack, I hate to turn the tide, but, I mean, I want to just mention Virginia Union's defense real quick. I mean, the their leadership, not only in conference, but also to in the nation is absolutely unreal. I mean, it's numbers that you couldn't even dream of. Overall yards per game, second in conference, third in nation, 220 and a half yards per game. Scoring first in conference, fifth in nation. They only average giving up 11.64 points per game. The rushing defense, the best in the nation. Only, only averaging 37 yards per game. I mean... It is going to be a tough battle for both of these teams today. And they're not going to be able to do what they did last week being Kutztown against Slippery Rock, where they got over 250 rushing yards on the ground. Not going to be able to replicate that same formula of success today. You mentioned their 37 rush yards allowed per game for Virginia Union. Also, 1.3 yards per carry. That's first in the nation as well, as you would come to expect. And they've allowed just one rushing touchdown all season long. Let's talk about Kutztown conversing on the offensive side of the ball, though. You mentioned the rushing attack. Not going to be able to do what they did last week. And I'm looking to the freshman of the year in the PSAC, Judd Novak, to be able to efficiently air it out like he did a week ago. I think he's going to have to do it more than he did last week. But we've seen he can be efficient in the past game. Novak, I think, is going to have to have a big game today if Kutztown wants to come out on top. He is going to have to have the game of his career. And not just today, it's every single week. He needs to keep improving. And we we had a conversation with him as well. He knows he needs to keep improving, and he has shown that. That PSAC championship game for Novak was incredible. He stepped up. He looked more comfortable, I think, Jack, than he did all season long. So one of the things I'm looking to is can he continue to look more comfortable but putting himself putting himself in a tougher situation each and every week? That's the biggest question for me. For Novak, again, we've seen him progress those last two games. I think that was a big step forward against Westchester. A couple of big play touchdowns in that contest. 60-plus yarders to both Curtis Ravenel and Makai Gibson. And then last week, they were able to pound the rock. But Novak was efficient when he took to the air, finding Gibson for another touchdown. Dumping it underneath the Husser for a touchdown. The play calling was so perfect for Novak. Just allowed him to settle in early, get comfortable. I think for Kutztown, they got to get Novak in a roll early for the redshirt freshman. His first ever NCAA tournament game. Trying to show that the moment's not too big for him. I think they're going to be a little bit conservative with the play calling early. Just make sure he settles into rhythm and then open it up as the game goes on. Yeah, one of the things that I was trying to look to was, can they solidify the run game early, then turn it over to the pass game? Try to get Novak in that rhythm a little bit later on. 
but tried to hit the run game first. But Jack? We'll step aside for the playing of our national anthem. We will be back here from Andre Reed Stadium with more pregame coverage on KUR. Back here at Andre Reed Stadium as the captains get set to go towards midfield for today's coin toss. Captains for Virginia Union include their CIA lineman of the year, Justin Mead. Of course, you have Jada Byers, the running back, Christian Reed, the quarterback. For them and for Kutztown, it's Jordan Davis, Cam Wolf, Tyler Wary, and Trey Bernstein. But we'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley here in the one final time of the pregame. Thank you so much, Jack. Well, the atmosphere is in full effect now. The national anthem has been played, the marching unit. Heading toward their seats, the captains out on the field and Andre Reed Stadium. It it took a little bit, but it has packed itself once again. Not a lot of folks filing in pregame, but they've come in uh, in more so droves in the last ten minutes or so. We have just about a full house, not uh, not quite capacity, uh, you know, due to some some unusual gate proceedings as to what students are used to. But that is what it is. Still a raucous crowd. They're bringing the energy, especially the folks sitting down here right behind the Kutztown bench. And Kutztown will receive the opening kickoff as the coin flip was just announced. So Kutztown will get the ball first. Uh, but you got this intense cheering section right behind the Kutztown bench. Really brings the energy. Brought it last week against Slippery Rock. And only expect that to ratchet up. Weather, you know, it's the high 40s, but the bright sunshine right now makes it feel a little bit warmer, even with that cool breeze that's blowing through. By the way, a little bit of a breeze. Watch throwing the football at times. gets a little windy. Uh, but you could see some more clouds come in and make it feel a lot colder uh, as the game goes on. It's right between jacket and no jacket weather. Uh, it's a tough thing. I'm zipping, unzipping, doing all the, the whole thing. So I'll figure it out. But we're going to go win a football game right here, Jack and Josh. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. Virginia Union won the opening coin toss, elected to defer, so Kutztown will get the ball first. Josh, keys to the game for me. Kutztown control the line of scrimmage. I think another big part of winning the turnover battle. This is a Virginia Union team, plus 13 turnover margin. Uh, and for me, for Kutztown, Judd Novak's got to be able to air it out effectively uh, if Kutztown wants to be able to win this one here today. Yeah, the secondary for Virginia Union... I, I definitely think is strong, to say the least, Jack. I mean, we watch them on film. I mean, there's not one part of their defense that is not going to be in full effect. So the, I'm interested to see how can Judd Novak and his offense get in that rhythm early and ultimately get on the gas early. We'll see Virginia Union booted away. It's the kicker Brady Meyer, CIAA Special Teams Player of the Year. Thomas and Ravenel back to return underway in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Fair caught. Now the Golden Bears will start at the 25-yard line. We'll get our first look at this stingy Panthers defense and Judd Novak, the freshman of the year in the PSAC, leading the way for this Kutztown offense. And I definitely think Novak getting the freshman of the year award, I definitely think that has to help him. I mean, he's getting recognized for his great works. So I definitely think that is going to help him you know, and his confidence, Jack. So what I'm interested to see is, can Novak get in that rhythm early? If not, I mean, you're looking at a tough day. Novak in the gun. Takes the handoff, Daryl Davis McNeil. Plunging his way forward down to the 28 pickup of three, second down and seven. 
So one thing I think we forgot to mention, Jack, or we maybe touched on briefly in the pregame show is, I mean, the offensive line for Kutsan needs to step up and have a, a big day as well. I mean, we talked about how the defensive line for uh, Virginia Union is having a great season themselves and how they can make some big plays when they're called upon. So, I mean, it's just how can Kutsan's O-line step up? Novak looks to the air. Taking a deep shot, one-on-one for Gibson. Hauls it in! Makai Gibson down to the 46-yard line of the Panthers. And we mentioned Novak has to be able to air it out efficiently today. And a good start for Mr. Novak at that. That was a good move by Novak. I thought for sure he was going to just take a quick shot to uh, Husser. You saw him a little bit open right at that 35, but no, he wants a big chunk play. He wants to put... Union's defense on their heels early. Back to the ground game. Daryl Davis-McNeil inside the 45. Pickup of two to the 44. Second down and eight. Correction, they're only going to give up a yard, Jack. So, second and nine. And, I mean, we're seeing early on, I mean, they're the first-ranked first defense in running attacks. I mean, they're showing why early on. They're severely limiting. That was a 26-yard catch for Makai Gibson, second and nine. So they will spot at the 48, 44, excuse me, gain of two. Second and eight. Darrell Davis McNeil in the backfield, Husser the tight end, lined up alongside the left side of the formation. It's Ravenel and Gibson. Back to the ground game. Darrell Davis McNeil fighting his way to the 39, pickup of five, third down and three for Kutztown. And this was one of the topics that I got to talk to uh, Darrell Davis McNeil about. Um, I mean, these third and shorts, I mean, Kutztown can convert extremely well. I mean, this is where they do a great job with. And, I mean, he gives all the credit to the O-line. So, I mean, we talked I talked a little bit earlier on how the O-line for Kutztown would have to step up big time. And we're going to see early on, can they? Kutztown converts on 40% of their third down attempts this year. Novak takes a snap, looks to throw, fires over the middle. Sliding catch by Gibson to the 35. Pickup of four and good for a Golden Bears first down to keep the drive alive. So one of the things that we saw at Kutztown, I mean, normally throughout the rest of the season, they would they would go to just a, a quick run attack for to pick up those three yards. In that PSAC championship game, we saw that they would hit the air just to get those three yards. And specifically on the fourth downs, they would do that as well. And they, they did a great job on fourth down conversions in that Slippery Rock game. I mean, they converted all but one time where they did get stood up at the one-yard line, so. So far, so good on this first drive for KU. Daryl Davis-McNeil spins his way inside the 30, down to the 29, pickup of six on first down. And one thing we forgot to mention, Jack, Jordan Davis, um, I'm assuming he will not be in action at all today as he is on the sideline without any pads on. So, I mean, putting all the work workload, excuse me, on McNeil, I mean, is that going to have any consequences? I don't think so, but something we might have to look out to. Second and four, three receivers on the field. Novak, design quarterback run, inside the 25-20, 15, it'll be chopped down at the 10-yard line. Pickup of 19 on the ground for Novak on the quarterback keeper, and the Golden Bears inside the red zone. Now clicks down, this is where they can do a lot of damage. The red zone offense, seventh in conference, they convert with points 79% of the time. So, 
I mean, it's just something we're going to have to look out to. But let's look at the flip side quick, Jack. I mean, red zone defense. Virginia Union first in conference, first in nation, only allowing their opponents to convert with points 40% of the time. So, something we're going to have to look out for, Jack. First. Goal from the 10. Novak. Look at end zone. Incomplete. But a flag flies. Sincere Thomas, the intended target. So the passing interference occurring at the goal line. That'll put Kutztown with a first and goal down at the two. That's a penalty you cannot afford if you're Virginia Union. That, I mean, they, one thing we forgot to mention, Jack, I mean, they're a very disciplined team. They don't give up penalties that often, but that's that's a penalty that's obviously going to hurt. I mean, now Kutztown's down at, their, at Virginia's own two, so, I mean, can they stand tall? Like, the Rock did on Novak under center. Toss for Daryl Davis, but flag flies. He would have walked in for a touchdown. Looks like the Golden Bears might have got an early start on that play. False start on the Golden Bears. Sets it back now to the seven yard line. So I mean that's that's just one of those situations, Jack, you cannot afford. I mean we uh, I mean you were down at the own your own two at Virginia's own two, excuse me. I mean it's it's not a penalty you can afford at this in this type of game. Backs him up to the seven, first and goal. Nearly five minutes gone in this opening quarter. To the ground game, Daryl Davis McNeil cuts his way inside the five to the four, pickup of three. For Kutztown early, they are controlling the line of scrimmage. Against this vaunted Panthers rush defense. Kutztown, a solid opening drive. Already 38 rushing yards. That's more than what Virginia Union has allowed in a game per round average this year. To the outside, Daryl Davis McNeil fighting towards the goal line. He will be held just short. Pickup of three, out of bounds at the one. You saw Kutztown on their first drive last week against Slippery Rock down in this similar sort of range. Well, got held out of the end zone. They need a yard. Can they get that push? And Jack, I am by no means an Eagles fan, but can we see the brotherly shove to get the yard? Novak back under center. Toss it to Daryl Davis McNeil. Fighting towards the end zone. In for the touchdown. Daryl Davis McNeil. A one-yard touchdown run. And the Golden Bears strike first. 
A textbook first drive, Josh. Capped off by a one-yard rushing score. Just the second rushing score that this Panthers team has allowed all season. I will be honest, I did not expect that, Jack. I did not expect that one bit. I mean, the best running defense in the country. And, I mean, it's exactly what they drew up, Jack. Extra point from Evans is up and through. 7-0 Kutztown. 8.53 to play in the first quarter. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Jack, what a statement to begin this game. Let's talk about it. All set up by the original deep shot to Makai Gibson. I talked about it in the opening. That's going to help to back up Virginia Union's rush, make them respect the deep shots a little bit, and preserve time for your quarterback and your running back. Uh, a high of 18 on a uh, single play on that drive, rushing yard-wise. What an opening statement. You mentioned it. We're not supposed to run that well against them. Kutztown proving we do not care. We are going to take what you're good at and make you look silly. Uh, this is a, a Virginia Union team that doesn't have the resume that Kutztown has. Kutztown just beat a team that puts up 46 a game last week. Kutztown can do this. They're showing that right away, not afraid to run into the teeth of that defense. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. So Nate Millard and Kutztown getting set to boot it away. An incredible first drive for KU. 11 plays, 75 yards. That took 6 minutes and 7 seconds. Elijah Rice and Desir Morgan back deep to return the kick. Bounces into the end zone for a touchback. The Panthers will start at the 25-yard line, and out comes quarterback Christian Reed and this Virginia Union offense. So, Virginia Union, right? You just gave up a touchdown. I mean, it's not how you're wanting to start the game. So, now you got to look to Christian Reed. you got to say to your quarterback, look, we need to score. We need to get right on the gas early. You can't go three and out. And, I mean, Kutztown in that slippery rock game, I mean, they forced the Rocks to go three and out to start the game in their first three possessions, Jack. So, what I'm looking for Kutztown's defense to do is the same exact thing as they did last week. Down 7-0 against this physical KU team. We'll see this big offensive line of Virginia Union. Byers on the ground, stumbled and dives forward. Gets just a yard, second down and nine for the Panthers. So I'm glad you mentioned the offensive line for Virginia Union. Their offensive line, they've done amazing works. I mean, you mentioned the biggest piece of that offensive line, winning CIA overall lineman of the year. But I think the secondary for Kutztown is definitely going to help out with the cause up front. Second and nine. Back to Byers. He'll be bottled up. Nowhere to run for Jada Byers. No gain on the play. Third down and long for the Panthers. And the Golden Bears continue to set the tone early. So they will give Byers a yard actually. My apologies on the play. Third down and eight from the 27. Third down defense, Kutztown allows their opponents to convert 34% of the time. That is good for fourth in the conference. Top 15 in the nation. Third down and eight. Do we see Reed air it out for the first time today? Kutztown trying to force a three and out. Reed looking to throw over the middle. Caught. Spun down at the 33-yard line. 
not enough to get the first down. Wolf with the tackle and the Golden Bears defense forces an early three and out. And this crowd is rocking at Andre Reed Stadium. Great start to this game for Kutztown. Not just on the offense, but on the defense. I mean, that is exactly what they drew up. I mean, get offense back on the field, keep defense off the field as much as possible. That's exactly what you need. It's a six yard catch on the play for the Panthers. Marvin Holmes back to punt. Lloyd the return man takes it to 31, spins out of a tackle, dancing, and he will be wrapped up right around the 34-yard line, and that is where Novak and this Kutztown offense will set up shop for their second drive. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. Well, you couldn't have drawn it up any better for the offense, and now the defense, reminiscent of last week, when Kutztown didn't even allow a first down to Slippery Rock until the late stages of the second quarter. This defense, it hunts you down early and rallying to the football on that third down completion. Didn't let them get the line to gain there. Important to see them playing as a unit. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. First down and 10 for Kutztown from their own 35. An 11 play, 75 yard touchdown drive to start the game and forcing Virginia Union in with three and out. Can't dial up a much better start here today for the Golden Bears. Novak takes a snap, looks to throw over the middle of the field. Caught by Thomas inside the 40 of the Panthers to the 36-yard line. A big play through the air on the first play of the second drive, and Novak is looking plenty comfortable here for Kutztown. Right down the seam was Sincere Thomas. That was that same exact play, Jack, when Kutztown... Didn't have the lead late in the third quarter down at Westchester. That's the same exact play right there. And, I mean, it works to a T. I mean, Sincere Thomas is all alone in the middle of the field. Only had one man to beat. Did bring him down. But if he could bring him down, that that's easily a 29-yard grab for Thomas. Novak looking deep again. This is going to be intercepted. Flag flies, though, so I don't believe it will stand. Returned inside the 30 and out of bounds there. Jalen Mayo on the pick. So you got to wonder, was that a free play, Jack? Flags down near the 20-yard line. The flag is thrown at about the 20-yard line. That is where we saw the Kutztown wide receiver down. So I'm assuming it is going to be a pass interference. Conversation for the refs. Before the pass, holding. Defense number three. So a holding against William Davis for the Panthers. It'll be a 10-yard penalty, automatic first down. So first and 10 for Kutztown at the 26. The penalty flag negates the interception made by Jalen Mayo. And Kutztown continues to Move their way right down the field. To start the drive was a 29-yard hookup between Novak and Thomas. And Novak, I, three of three passing for 59 yards already today. And I just want to add something real quick, Chuck. Jail Mayo, fifth of the conference in interceptions. That would have been his fourth, but still at three. So, I mean, we talked about how they love to intercept the ball. 
Gibson and Ravidel alone. Receivers on the field. They'll give it on the ground. Daryl Davis McNeil stumbled as he got inside the 25. To the 22. Pickup of four. Second down and six. 520 left to play in the first quarter. It's moving quick, Jack. Moving quick. Fast moving first quarter and one that has been controlled by the Golden Bears. And this is what this team likes to do. They like to make have long drives, wind down the clock, keep your offense on the sideline for as long as possible. And with as stingy of a defense as Kutztown has, right up there with this Panthers defense on the season in numbers. Yeah. Right now the recipe is working masterfully for Kutztown. Novak back to the air, flushed out right. And a smart move to throw it out of bounds, incomplete, third and six. Darrell Davis-McNeil was the receiver in the area. We'll see. Sasbo and AST coming in. So, I mean, those are your top two. Those are another trio, uh, duo excuse me, of receivers that Clitstown loves to go to, specifically Judd Novak. So, so mentioned four receivers on the field. Gibson and Zabo to the left. It's Hasty and Ravenel to the right. And it looks like Virginia Union got an early start. Got a head start on that play. Going to be an offsides. So instead of a third and six, it'll be a third and one for Kutztown inside the red zone. And I mean, a costly defensive penalty for the Panthers to set up a third and short. And Jack, I mean... We mentioned, I mean, they're a disciplined team, extremely disciplined. They only average per game 79 yards uh, on penalties. I mean, it's 90 penalties, 872. I mean, through 11 games, it does seem like a lot, but that's actually not that bad. I mean, Kutztown, though, I mean, it's it's going to be higher than Kutztown's because Kutztown's even more disciplined, I would say, but... Whistle comes in. Two seconds will be added on now. 4:43 on the game clock. Third and one for the Golden Bears from the 17-yard line of the Panthers. Puts down one for one on red zone trips today, trying to make it two for two and trying to attempt to convert this third and short. Ravenel motions inside to the ground game. Daryl Davis McNeil still going, bowling over a couple of defenders inside the 10 to the 9-yard line. Pickup of eight, plenty. For another Golden Bear first down. I mean, are we going to ask the same question that we asked last week? Can Slippery Rock find an answer for the run attack from Clutchstown? Can Virginia Union find an answer for the run attack? I mean, Daryl Davis McNeil, I mean, he's MVP of last week's PSAC championship, and rightfully so, and he's showing why right here once again. I mean, only needed two, got eight. Now you're in the bright zone. This is where Kutztown can do a lot of damage. The difference is, though, for Virginia Unity, their first nationally in run defense, Slippery Rock was allowing over 150 yards per game. And on that play, they show you why they're so tough to run the football against. The Sarah Davis McNeil has had to scratch and claw just to get a yard on the play. Second and goal from the eight. So one thing I want to note as well, Jack, I mean, Kutztown first drive of the week last week against Slipper Rock got stood up at the one yard line um, I mean I definitely hope that it doesn't happen again but 
if you get to a fourth down situation, you're at the one. Do you go for it against an even better defense than Slipper Rocks? As Union calls a timeout, Jack. So with a timeout by Virginia Union, we'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. Well, you're seeing a very similar game script on drive number two as you did on the opening one. The deep shot, setting up the ability to run the football. A couple penalties, and look at that. Whoop-dee-doo. Kutztown back in the red zone, threatening once again. Uh, Virginia Union did stand up. Dale Davis-McNeil on that last play. But overall, Kutztown has really established the run for the most part uh, using Novak and Davis-McNeil. Uh, extremely well in this first quarter. You guys were talking about this quick-moving quarter. It's because of ball control by Kutztown. I mean, there's only been three offensive snaps for Virginia Union so far. We're almost done with the first quarter. So, going very well. We'll see if they can uh, finish here. Back up to you guys. 3.22 to go in the first quarter of this first-round NCAA tournament game here between Kutztown, the three-seed, and Super Region 1 against the six-seeded Virginia Union Panthers. Kutztown has set the tone early, dominant in this first quarter, up 7-0 and down inside the 10 again. Kutztown group that is disciplined. They love to rack up the time of possession. Doing so early here in this game, and it feels almost identical to what they did last week in the first quarter against Slipper Rock here, Josh. Yeah, absolutely, and that was one of the notes I, I did mention. I mean, it's, it is looking very similar, and I mean, at this point, is everything fourth down territory inside your own 10? Do you four go for it? Four wide receivers on the field. He's hustled the tight end, lined out left with Ravenel. Novak looks to throw, pressured, rolls out right, evades a sack. And throws it incomplete. Intended target was Curtis Ravenel Jr. on the play. Great job by Novak to evade the first pass rusher. Keep that play alive momentarily. Thought he might have enough speed to be able to avoid the second pass rusher for the Panthers. And be able to cut up the field and turn it into a positive gain. But the pass falls incomplete. Out of bounds. Third and goal from the eight. And Jack, just one of the things I want to note here is just... It seems like every play... They're doing almost a blitz off off the line. I mean, your linebackers are blitzing, but your second, but your safeties are going into zone coverage. So, I mean, it's it's almost looking like they're just setting up for and a little bit of trickery here. They're going to give it back to Gibson. He's got a convoy, and he's in for the touchdown. Makai Gibson with a touchdown rush and cuts down leads thirteen nothing. That was beautiful. I mean, I I, I knew it was that exactly going to happen when you sit when you set two running backs in motion. I mean, it, it's destined to happen. And when they left that left side wide open, I knew it was going to be trouble. And one thing I want to note that is a great job by uh, Gino Campana. I mean, to get that block right in the end zone, right about the two yard line. That was the only block he needed, and he was gone. Eight yard touchdown run, and Cutstown finds himself on the board once again. Evans' extra point up and through. 14-0 Kutztown on the 8-yard touchdown run from Makai Gibson. It was a handoff to Daryl Davis-McNeil. Pitched it back to Gibson. Back against the left side of the formation and in for the touchdown. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. Well, when you're going good, you're going good, right? Everything working for Kutztown this opening quarter. Even the trick play, um, you know, it's a... 
Typical passing down in distance. You're at the eight-yard line on third and goal. The entire defense expecting pass. You hand it off, and uh, that's, you know, when you're down in the red zone, they're taught to rally to the football especially. And so some blown assignments on that left side. Left it all open for Gibson, and he did not miss it. Walks in the end zone here. 14 nothing Kutztown. What a beautiful start. We're back at it again. Back up to you guys as the defense takes shape once more. Thank you, Mitch. Great start for the Golden Bears. 14-0 lead. It was a Makai Gibson eight-yard touchdown rush. Capped off an eight-play, 65-yard drive. It took up three minutes and 38 seconds. I mean, this was one of my keys to the game as well. Just getting off to that quick start. It quits down, did it. Two drives, two scores. Exactly what you want. Virginia Union defense that allows 11 points per game. Cuts down as 14 in the first quarter. Low line drive kick. Take it from the 3 across the 10 to the 15. To the 20. Dances down to the 21-yard line. So, Jack, while we have a second, uh, just mentioning around the bracket uh, matchups, Cuts down Virginia Union. They will face the winner of Charleston versus New Haven. And on the flip side of the bracket, The Rock... Slippery Rock versus East Stroudsburg. Out in Slippery Rock, they will face the winner of Tiffin and our own PSA school. Shepard is taking on Lenore Ryan. The winner of that game will take on Benedict in the next round. There's Noah Kenzie with the tackle there on the kickoff return. First and 10 for the Panthers on their own 21-yard line. Four wide receivers on the field. Little tap pass. Flag flies. Thrown out of bounds there. You're going to get holding, Jack. Saeed Sidibe on the carry, but looks like it's going to be a hold on the Panthers. It'll be coming back. The referee towards the near side is signaling that it is on Union, so looks like... That's four penalties, Jack, so, for Virginia Union. I mean, that. I mean, talk about what doesn't help. That's Panthers it. have had plenty of self-inflicting wounds. Negated an interception with a holding call. An offsides made an easy third down and one conversion. Allowed Kutztown to keep the drive alive and get a touchdown. Who knows what would have happened on that third and six. It became a third and one. And now holding to start the drive backs them up to their own 11. First down and 20. Byers motions out right. Empty backfield for Reed. Takes a snap. Looks to throw. Blitzed. In his own end zone. Spins out of it. Fires underneath. Caught. And a pickup of three there on the play was R.J. Vick Jr. Somehow, some way, Christian Reed avoided the sack. Escaped the safety. And dumps it out to his wide out for a three-yard gain. Second down and 17. I would consider that a victory for Virginia Union's offense. I mean, they got lucky, I would say, Jack. I mean, that could have ended really bad. I mean, that would have made it a, a 16 nothing ball game. Fortunate that Christian Reed is able to be elusive enough to spin out of that sack. The southpaw quarterback fires underneath. Caught by the running back, Byers. Makes a man miss, but then a swarm of Golden Bears wrap him up. 
down at the 17-yard line, another pickup of three, and a third and 14 for Virginia Union in the late stages of this first quarter. And you can see Kutztown's offense gearing up right in front of us, getting their helmets on. I mean, can Kutztown once again go three and out? Okay, Kutztown's defense once again forced Virginia to go three and out. My apologies. Need a stop here, third and long for the Panthers. They convert 37% of their third downs coming into today. Vic motions from right to left. Reed, he's gonna take off and run. Across the 20, and it'll be tripped up at the 22-yard line. Pickup of five on the play. Not enough for the first down, and the Panthers, another three and out forced by Kutztown. The holding penalty set them back. And the punt team onto the field again here for Marvin Holmes. It'll be Antoine Lloyd, the return man, set up back at his own 40-yard line. I mean, at this point, you're not setting yourself up with success. I mean, you're just, that's another. And the punt is blocked! It is going to be scooped up, and it'll be a Golden Bears touchdown! A special teams play leads to a score, and it's 20 to nothing, Cookstown. It's Luke Zabel with the football in his hands. 20 to nothing, Cookstown. You could not have drawn up a better start in your dreams if you're the Golden Bears. Offense, defense, and special teams getting in on the fun. It's a three-score lead with 43 seconds to play in the opening quarter. Well, that was quick, Jack. Didn't expect that. Extra point is through from Evans. 21-0. Coach Porter's Panthers need a response desperately as Kutztown has settled in. And they are rocking and rolling. 21 zip. We'll send it to Mitchell Smedley. Jack, it's a party already, and the first quarter isn't even over yet. Let's talk a little bit about complimentary football. What was that set up by? Well, there's the uh, the holding penalty on Virginia Union, but then on the second and uh, first and second downs after that, three yard gains because of great tackling right in front of us. Some hard hits. I mean, when you throw the underneath, you're looking for it to break big on the on the little underneath passes on a on a long down and distance. Kutztown didn't let that happen. Virginia Union's backed up, and the special teams play of the day, probably for the game, but you know at least so far. I mean, a, a tremendous blocked punt, a, a nice scoop and score. What a play! What a first quarter for this Golden Bears team. All three facets: offense, 14 points; defense, zero allowed; and special teams. Seven of their own. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. 21 nothing Kutztown. It was Luke Zabo who scooped up the block punt, ran it in for a two-yard special team score. And Kutztown looking like it could be a runaway at this stage. And Wind blew the football off the tee. Three squared up before Millard can boot it away. We'll try that one more time. Josh, you mentioned it last week for Kutztown, peaking at the right time of the season. Put together a solid performance, a fourth quarter comeback against Westchester to round at the regular season. A dominant showing against the top five team in Slippery Rock a week ago. 
they put Virginia Union back on their heels. Late in this first quarter, touchback. Panthers start at the 25, they're down 21 zip. Can Christian Reed find an answer? And the Panthers lead a drive and can they get a first down? Uh, we're still without a first down in this game, but also what this lead does, you're up 21 nothing. You can't be passive, play it back and continue to pound the rock with Gita Byers. You have to try to air it out. This is a spot where Virginia Union is not fully accustomed to playing and down by three scores. Still plenty of time in this game. Still three full quarters to go and 43 seconds left in quarter number one. But the Panthers need some points. They need it desperately. Byers on the ground, burst his way forward, but he'll be stood up. That's Jalen Hill on this stop. It literally looked, Jack, like he ran into a brick wall. I mean, it was that, that's exactly what you need. So, I mean, it, we talked about how he could, how Jada Byers can be explosive. He can make those big plays, and that's exactly what Kutzen's defense needed. So Three-yard pickup for Byers, and it's going to be a false start on Virginia Union. It'll be Saeed Sadibi. And it's the penalties that hurt Jack. I mean, you're, you're trying to, you, you had a great start by Byers and that's quickly erased. Second down and 12. Behind the sticks once again, but that'll take us to the end of the first quarter. 21-0, Golden Bears rolling over the Panthers. We'll step aside here on KUR. You're listening to Golden Bear football coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Golden Bears up 21-0 after 15 minutes here to kick off the first round of the 2023 NCAA tournament. It'll be second down and 12 after a false start to end the quarter. Reed in the gun, two receivers on the field. Given to Byers, trying to push his way forward. He'll get to the 25, pickup of two, third down and 10. And a group that's been so accustomed to having success on the ground all year long is Virginia Union. They have been hard pressed to find consistent success here in the early portions of this game on the ground. Absolutely, it seems like when they get any momentum coming their way, they always have that penalty. And I mean, it, it's something that I, I definitely think that they're gonna be looking to at the half saying, look, we gotta, we gotta clean this up. Third and ten. Right in the gun. Four receivers on the field. Takes a snap. He's got time over the middle. Caught by Byers. Spins his way across the 30 before Ohio drives him back. Pickup of six on the play and another punt upcoming for Holmes and the Panthers. The last punt was blocked. You have to think that is in the mind of Holmes here as he gets set to punt it away. It'll be Two returners back there with Lloyd and Thomas. We've seen that at times this year for Kutztown. Still waiting for a first down from Virginia Union. I mean, it's something that they don't see very often. I mean, their offense, when they get rolling, they get rolling. And this feels so eerily similar to what we saw here a week ago. Holmes' punt high end over end. Lloyd will take it back at his own 23. 
Cuts it right across the 25. And it'll be wrapped up down at the 30-yard line. Pickup of seven on the return. And Kutztown will set up at their own 30-yard line. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley for the first time in quarter number two. Thank you, Jack. Interesting thing to note. Well, first of all, Virginia Union still doesn't have a first down. That's because of the Kutztown defense making incredible adjustments. That opening play of the second quarter, the second and 12, they were looking to take a deep shot. Uh, and uh, Coach Clemens, along with the entire coaching staff, was yelling that. Rearranged the defense. They had to run the ball. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitchell. First drive of the second quarter for Kutztown. Their third drive of the day. Their first two both resulting in touchdowns. On the ground game. Weaving his way up the middle is Jaden Stewart. Across the 40 to the 42. There's a pickup of 12 and a Golden Bears first down. We've seen Stewart at times this year. Especially in the Bloomsburg game where he had a career high 100 yards in that 24-3 win for Kutztown. And on his first carry of the day, burst up the gut for 12. A good start to this third drive of the day for the Golden Bears. I mean, it's definitely not what I expected, Jack. I didn't think the run game would be in this full force, but... Against such a stout run defense, Kutztown is landed on him here early. Novak looks to go to the air. Takes a shot wide open. Ravenel caught inside the 40. 35 inside the 30 before he is muscled out of bounds at the 26-yard line. <laughs> 27-yard line, pardon me. Nonetheless, it's good for another big play through the air on a Golden Bears first down. A 31-yard hookup from Novak to Ravenel. And, I mean, Kutztown is just 11 yards out from another red zone appearance. I mean. On the ground game, Stewart delayed handoff. Fights his way inside the 25-22 yard line is where they're spot him. Pick up of five. I mean, Kutztown just looks in a... In, in a much more comfortable rhythm than they did even in that Slippery Rock game, Jack. I mean, they just look comfortable. I, I mean, it You're doesn't... It doesn't make... I've, I've never seen that. We, I don't think we've ever seen that, too. And you wouldn't think that in a, in a playoff game, but... You're seeing a group that's playing with the fire, passion, and intensity of a team who craves a championship. This team, especially these last two weeks, have been dominant... Last weekend, Slippery Rock 31-7 win. They're going to go to Gibson on the run. Weaves his way inside the 20. Spins out of a tackle inside the 15. Ball pops out at the end. He was down. Pickup of 10 on the run for Gibson. And another Golden Bears first down. Three drives. Three red zone trips for Kutztown. It's unbelievable to say the least, Jack. I mean... Not to mention, too, on, on the flip side of the ball, I mean, Kutztown hasn't let Virginia Union pass the 50-yard line into Kutztown's own territory, and I mean... Have a lot of first down. I I mean, it's incredible. First and 10 from the 12. Four wide receivers on the field. Hasty and Zabo to the right. It is Gibson and Ravenel to the left of Novak. Quick swinging out to Ravenel on the screen. Inside the 10. And he will be slung down at the 6-yard line. Pickup of 6 on the play. 
Hustler for Zabo. And I mean, it looks like Novak's going to go for end zone or nothing at this point. I mean, you have... I mean, you're only looking at a, a second and second and five here. So, I mean, at this point, you can afford, I think, to, t to just try for a touchdown pass to the end zone. I mean, and Novak looks comfortable, so I think that's what he's going to be going for. Zabo, the lone receiver to the right. Hasty motions from left to right. Novak rolls out life. Fires back to the left. It's wide open for Husser. A six-yard Golden Bears touchdown. Tyreek Husser and the Golden Bears are putting on a clinic. 27-0. Beautiful play design. Have Novak roll out right. Husser starts on the right side of the formation. Runs around all alone to the left side of the formation. He was wide open for the seven-yard touchdown. 27-0 Kutztown. Three drives, three touchdowns. Snap good, hold good, kick is through, 28-0. The Golden Bears firing on all cylinders, and it's a dangerous sight, putting the nation on notice what this team can do when they're playing at their peak. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. Is it safe to say that Kutztown's arrived? I mean, my goodness, 28-0 in the second quarter. Still not having allowed a first down. It's unbelievable. Uh, I was talking down on the sideline here. Not that it really matters much uh, in terms of field goals, but with uh, Dawson Evans. And uh, he did tell me that field goals are a little easier down toward the flag, so that's to your left. Uh, there is a strong headwind, strong crosswind as well, cutting across the field. Uh, but he said field goal range was about 45 yards, it looks like. But uh, that, that doesn't seem to be any sort of, uh, any sort of importance right now going for three. I mean, Virginia Union's going to need some touchdowns on the board. They're going to need a first down or two to get started. So we'll see if this Kutztown defense can stay strong. What a clinic. What a clinic right now being put on by Kutztown. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. 28-0. 9.44 to go in the second quarter. You could not have scripted a better start if you were the Golden Bears here in this game. Three offensive drives, three touchdowns. Last time out this drive, six plays, 70 yards, took up three minutes and 41 seconds. Alarm with just a little bit of a pooch kick. Slid down and recovered at the 31-yard line, trying to catch the Panthers by surprise. So the Panthers will have their best starting field position of the day. And Josh, if you're Coach Alvin Porter and the Panthers, what, what are you saying to your group here down by four scores in the early parts of the second quarter? I mean, you just need to get some offense going. You need a first down. I mean, that's what, that's what it starts with, I think. So what I'm interested to see is, I mean, can Reed get a couple first downs? Can, can they get the ball moving? I mean, can Byers get involved early on? I mean, it's, he, he needs to get involved. By Virginia Union, you got to take up one play at a time. Byers on the run. He will be stifled. Just a yard on the carry. Kutztown dominating the line of scrimmage both offensively and defensively right now. This big physical front of Virginia Union simply has no answer for Kutztown right now. Second down and nine from the 32. 
Jada Byers, four carries for five yards. That's 1.3 a carry. Second and nine. Reed looking to throw. Caught. Dancing out of a tackle. Caught there by Larry Hackey. And that is going to be good for a Virginia Union first down. Pickup of 12 on the play. And that's what Virginia Union needed. Starts one play at a time here if you're the Panthers. You're down by four touchdowns, but you just got to be in chip away mode right now. Try to claw your way back in this game. Reed under center. I formation. Giving it to, giving it to Byers. Slips off one tackle. Byers fights his way to the 49. Pickup of five there on first down for the Panthers. And if you're Kutztown, you absolutely cannot take your foot off the gas pedal here. No, no. You, know, you got I, off to this great start. You're riding high early in this one, up 28 points, but you know, the job's not we're in finished. the NCAA tournament. These teams are too high caliber. They're not going to roll over and quit for you. The they, job's not finished at all. It's fourth quarter and the clock says zero. Both these teams, your season's on the line. It's win or go home at this stage. These players are going to give it everything they have until that final whistle, regardless of the score onto the ground game. Wrapped up. He'll get just a yard to midfield. Third down and four. That was Curtis Allen. The direct backup to Byers. Over 600 yards on the year for Allen. Both these guys came into the day averaging over five yards a carry. Byers has just two yards per carry. Allen, with his first carry of the day, gets a yard. I mean, these guys have been, by and large, held in check. Reed rolls out to the right, fires, nearly intercepted, but incomplete. Fourth and four. It was Larry Hackey, the intended target, on the play. And that'll give Coach Dr. Alvin Porter a decision. It looks like the punt team coming out onto the field. As the Golden Bears get another stop. But for Virginia Union... A little bit of positive signs on that drive, showing you can get a first down and move the football a little bit. But again, you're in need of points down four scores. Pretty much. I mean, you need a you need to at least get a, a score before halftime. I mean, it's not like it would be nice. You need one. Seven sixteen to go in the second quarter. Holmes boosted away high punt. Lloyd gonna let it bounce. Beautiful punt from Holmes. Inside the 10, they're going to back them up at their own two-yard line. 7.05 to play in the second quarter. 28-0 good down. We'll send it to Mitchell Smedley. Thanks, Josh. Well, I don't want to be dramatic, but it looks like the Kutztown sideline's falling asleep a little bit. Low energy for a team that's up 28-0. I mean, after that last touchdown, there was like a little little party in the back of the end zone. Everyone was excited. Everyone was uh, loud still on the sideline, but that's very quiet right now. They gave up a couple first downs, forced another punt, but now Virginia Union looks Virginia Union looks to play the field position game, backing up Kutztown inside their own 10. Kutztown has to be careful, not allow any lightning rods uh, for this team to latch on to. But uh, got to get the energy back on the sideline. I know it's 28 nothing. It's still only the first half, though. So we'll keep an eye on it. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. First and 10 from their own two. Novak taking the snap inside his own end zone, giving on the ground. It'll be Daryl Davis-McNeil picks up a couple down to the four. At this point, you just need a first down for Kutztown. I mean, get yourselves out of the end zone. I mean, if you had to punt, you're, it, it, 
would not be ideal to say the least. I mean, you're punting from your own end zone against a special teams unit from Virginia Union who can be dominant. So Pickup of two out to the four. Here for Kutztown. Two wide outs on the field, Rabinell to the left. And Gibson to the right. Novak, design quarterback, keeper. Weaves his way out across the five. And they'll give him the nine. Pick up a five. Third down and three. This is where Kutztown does a great job on converting. It's the third and shorts we talked about a little bit earlier on, Jack, that they do a great job on converting. So, I mean, it's just about keeping the chains moving. I mean, you have 6.02 left to play. I mean, keep your offense on the field as long as possible. Don't let Virginia Union's offense get in control. That's just what it boils down to. Third and three for the nine. Cuts down a perfect four of four here this afternoon on third down. Came into the day converting 40% of their third down attempts. Trying to avoid their first three and out of the afternoon. Novak, back to the ground. Nearly stumbled, but gets out across the 15. It'll be slung down at the 21-yard line. Pickup of 12 and another Golden Bear first down. Here this afternoon, their first, first down of this drive, and it looks like there's an injured Panther down on the field. We'll step aside. You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Back here at Andre Reed Stadium, 5.28 to go in the second quarter. The injured Panther, Donald Gatling, has been helped to his feet. You want to make it off the field. Always a good sign to see there. Definitely hope the best. For Absolutely. Donald Gatley. First and 10 from the 21. Gibson Ravenella, two receivers on the field. Huss with the tight end. Novak takes the snap, looking to throw. Steps up, avoids the sack. Going to take off. He will dive forward. Gets a yard and yeah. makes a play that looked like it could have been a sack into a positive gain. So we are nearing kickoff for the other games in this part of the bracket. Slippery Rock hosting East Stroudsburg. This weekend for first round action and the second seed Charleston hosting New Haven as those games set to kick off at 1 p.m. approximately six minutes. We'll give you live scoring updates Around the country as the day goes on. Again, the winner of Slippery Rock and East Drives will go to meet the top-seeded Tiffin Dragons in this part of the bracket. And the winner of this game would meet the winner of Charleston and New Haven. To the ground game. Across the 25. And out to the 28. Pickup of six. Third down and three for Kutztown. There for Daryl Davis-McNeil. So one of the things I'm liking about this drive, Jack, is how they're taking off a lot of time on the clock. Four minutes left to play in half number one. So, I mean, that is a positive sign. I mean, you're taking off time off the clock, but you're keeping the chains moving as well. I Those were my two cues to this drive that I wanted to see. Take off time on the clock and keep the drive moving. So, it leaves no time for Virginia Union to get their offense rolling. Three lined out to the left. Novak. Steps up, thought about firing across the middle. Now he rolls out right, and he'll fire it wisely out of bounds. Incomplete. Pass incomplete. Number 87, 
So it'll be a fourth and three. First time today we will see Nate Millard in the punt unit for Kutztown with 3.33 to play in this second quarter. Wise there by Novak. You saw, you see his progressions throughout the year, Josh. It's a simple play to throw it away, but earlier in the year, you saw Novak try to force things on those type of plays, and we saw it against East Stroudsburg in the first conference home game of the year in Eastern Division play. On a similar play, rolls out right on a third down instead of just throwing it away and playing the field position again to force a punt. Tried to force something down the field, and it was intercepted. Set up the Warriors inside Kutztown territory. But again, you see the adapting to the college game and, and Getting smarter over the course here. This punt's going to be blocked by Virginia Union. Scooped up, and the Panthers will get on the board. A special teams play of their own. So both these teams with a blocked punt resulting in a touchdown, and that is the spark the Panthers were looking for to get themselves on the board, Josh. And, I mean, watching their film, they, they love to blitz off the punts. So, I mean, I... You knew it was coming, and it's hard to stop. I mean, the positive note is that Kutztown does get the ball back to start. The ball back one more time to to end the second half, hopefully. But, I mean, to start the third quarter, I mean, Virginia Union will get the ball. So It'll be Brady Myers to attempt the extra point, 28-6. Extra point is through, 28-7. The Panthers get a much-needed score. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. And all of a sudden, you can hear a pin drop on the Kutztown sideline, uh, especially in the stands. Up three scores, but they've now traded blocked punts for touchdown. That's not something I had on my uh, on my NCAA playoff bingo card today. But hey, that's what we're at. So, going to get one more uh, one more drive, likely just one, uh, before the end of the first half here. Looking to counteract that score with one of their own. And uh, settle this, settle this thing down because, as we've seen all season, special teams plays like that uh, can be the sparks for major momentum swings, major comebacks. We've seen it against Kutztown a couple times, and they're heading into that third quarter, which has been ever so plaguing them this season. We'll send it back up to you guys, though. Thank you, Mitch. No surprise to see Virginia Union come up with a blocked punt there. They were tied for first in the nation coming in today on blocked punts with six. They separate themselves with their seventh blocked punt of the season. And when the Panthers needed it most, their special teams step up and deliver to get them on the scoreboard. 28-7, 3.26 to play for Kutztown. You got to shake that off. Really the lone blemish of what's been a flawless first half. Myers boots it away. High kick. Thomas will take it back from the two. Across the 10 to the 15. And he will be wrapped up down at the 20-yard line. And that is where Novak and the Golden Bears will take over in the late stages of this first half. So, Jack, what are your keys to this drive? I mean, what do you want to see from Kutztown's offense late in the first half, taking it into halftime? Lead some clock. Don't give Virginia Union an opportunity to get the football back and get some points. I think you've you've established something with the ground game. You have 116 rushing yards in this first half. Judd Novak, 6 of 9 passing, 102 yards and a touchdown. The, the offense has been efficient doing it both ways. Um, and I want to see them keep trying to get those chunk plays on they did so well in the first quarter, especially through the air. Two receivers on the field, Ravenel and Gibson to the right. Give it to the ground game. Daryl Davis-McNeil. He will be wrapped up. The 21 pickup of a yard. 
So now we're starting to see Virginia Union. They're starting to come alive. That blocked punt helped a lot. All the momentum is in their favor. They want a quick three now. It's all about how Novak and offense can respond. I mean, so it's Kenneth Davis who returned that block punt for a Panthers touchdown. And again, Josh, that was a great point mentioning, you know, that special team's play really can give a team a spark when you get a play like that on a day where your offense hasn't had a whole lot of a success. Novak rolling out right, fires, looking for Gibson. Makes the catch! What a throw from Makai Gibson over the outstretched arms of the defender. Beautiful ball placement along the far sideline. Great job from Gibson to hold it in. Keep his feet in bounds across the 45 to the 47-yard line. Pickup of 26 on the play and a Golden Bears first down. I mentioned, and that's want to get those chunk plays. They do it right there. And that's one of those conversations you have to have with your secondary. It just looked after that play. It just looked like everyone was looking at each other and asking what happened. I mean. It's just one of those situations where everyone thought it was everyone else's coverage. And, I mean, that's recipe for disaster right there. Back to the ground game. Daryl Davis McNeil bursting his way across midfield down to the 48 of the Panthers. Pick up a five on first down. And they're into Virginia Union territory with under two minutes to go in the first half. If your cuts down, you don't need to rush. You still have all three timeouts. And a great response here so far early on in this drive. No doubt about it. I mean, it's exactly what they needed. I mean, it's a drive that you just need a couple of big plays, keep the, keep the ball moving. I mean, now you're into Virginia Union's territory. I mean, 126 left on the clock. You need to move a little bit quicker, though. That's my biggest key here. 120 to go. Darrell Davis-McNeil cuts his way inside the 45. Spots him at the 40. Pickup of eight. Good for a goal and bear first down. Clock stops momentarily with 1.17 to go in the first half. And with under two minutes to go in the half, clock will stop to reset the chains. And once the chains have been set, the clock will resume and start to tick. 1.08 to go in the first half. First and 10 from the Panthers' 40-yard line. Novak in the gun. 60 Zabo seconds. and Husser to the left. Novak, look at the throw, steps up, rolls out left. Inside the 40, inside the 35, and he will be out of bounds at the 33. Pickup of seven, out of bounds with 56 seconds to go in the half. Great job there by Novak to read the pocket was breaking down. Roll out and pick up seven on the run. I mean, that's just a great read by Novak. I mean, he sees that the pocket's collapsing, runs out of bounds, stops the clock with 56 seconds left to go. I mean, you, you get a new play, you keep the chains moving. It's exactly what you're drawing up. I mean, you're taking time off the clock. At this point, I mean, it's just about keeping the drive going. I mean, there's not enough time if Union gets the ball back to even start much. Four wide receivers on the field. Ravenel, Hasty, and Gibson lined up to the right. Zabo, the lone receiver to the left. Novak dances, rolls out right, throws, and a sliding catch inside the 25. No. Ravenel could not hold on. Looked like he had it, but it... Touched the turf and was not able to hold on to possession through the ground there. Incomplete, third down and three from the 33 with 47 seconds to go. It's just Golden about. Bears still have three timeouts. And that's an important note. I, I was actually just going to mention that. I mean, that that's a tool you have in your tool belt at this point. I mean, timeouts help. They keep drives alive, and it's just 
Now at this point, you need three yards. However, however it comes, you just need them. Daryl Davis McNeil fights his way inside the 30. Good for a first down. And Coach Clements uses one of his timeouts. So 41 seconds to go on the timeout. Golden Bears get four. First and 10 for the 29. We'll send it to Mitchell Smedlin. Thank you, Jack. Well, it becomes a moot point with that nice run by Daryl Davis McNeil. Uh, would have been interesting to see what Coach Clemens would have done uh, if they didn't pick up that, that first down uh, with the ball just sitting outside of that 45-yard range that Evans told me would be good for field goals. Um, also worth noting on, uh, you know, both these teams playing with extreme heart today, um, you know, on the kind of back end of one of the, the running plays there on first down on that last sequence. Uh, there was a collision over on the sideline with some of the doctors, some of the players of both teams on that Novak run. He was right in the middle of it. Luckily, everyone seems to be okay, uh, players and doctors alike. So that's the situation. Everyone's playing hard. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. And Jack, I mean, everyone playing hard. I mean, a, a lot of, I mean, it's it's win or go home at this point. I all, Everyone here knows it. I mean, it's just. It's keeping your season alive for one more week. I mean, Kutztown has utterly dominated the first half. I mean, outside of the special team score for Virginia Union, it has been a one-sided contest. Kutztown, 16 first downs to Virginia Union's one. Total yards, 269 for Kutztown on 36 plays compared to Virginia Union. 50 total yards on 14 plays. First and 10 for the 29, 41 seconds to go in this half. And the luxury Kutztown has is... The majority of the playbook is still open with the timeout situation. Novak looking to throw. Fires towards the end zone. Looking for Rabideau. Caught for the touchdown. 29-yard touchdown reception for Curtis Rabideau Jr. 34-7 Kutztown. A great throw from Novak with some great touch to the back of the end zone. And Rabideau with a sliding grab. What a first half for the Golden Bears. Second touchdown pass for Novak. 8 of 12, 157 yards and two touchdowns for the freshman of the year in the PSAC. And he's playing like a senior. Evans to the extra point. It is good. 35-7 with 35 seconds to go in the first half. Josh. Not what I expected. Kutztown has looked dominant in every sense of the game. I mean, besides the blocked punt that they returned for a touchdown, I, I really don't think there's much you need to talk about it at, in the halftime speech for Kutztown. On the flip side, Virginia Union has a lot to talk about. I mean, you just need to readjust. And I think the speech coming out starting the game like it was 0-0, that's not going to help because you're already down by 28. That, that speech will not work. I mean, but for Kutztown... It's just about not letting off the gas. I mean, we Most talked we talked in, in our last halftime show how Kutztown likes to take off that third quarter. They didn't in that slippery rock game. They stayed on the gas on both sides of the ball. So we're going to have to look to that now here in the NCAA, play, NCAA playoffs. Coming into the day, Virginia Union, the most points they allowed in the game this year was 20. Kutztown has put up 35, one special team score, so 28 offensive points. I mean, we're not even at halftime yet. I mean, it's a situation that they don't know. Unfamiliar territory for these Panthers. And Josh, like you mentioned, Coach Dr. Alvin Porter, a lot to talk about at the break. Millard boots it away through the back of the end zone for a touchback. And we'll see 
What the Panthers would like to do, 35 seconds, two timeouts from their own 25. I mean, do you just take the knee and go into the half, or do you want to try to get three? That's the biggest question. I mean, 35 seconds, it doesn't seem like a lot. You have two timeouts. You only called one in the first in the first quarter. I mean, do you call that timeout, or, or uh, not? excuse me, do you take that knee, or do you stay on the field aggressive looking for for a score. I mean, it's it's a big question. Josh, what's impressed me so much about this Kutztown team today, they come into the day averaging 342 total yards of offense per game. They are two yards shy of 300 in the first half. Byers, good run at the middle. His best run of the day. Knocked down at the 36-yard line. Pickup of 11. First down for Virginia Union. And I think if they would have got stuffed on that run there, they might have been content running it down. But now that they got 11, they got to speed things up. Clock will restart now that they have reset the chains. 25 seconds to go and counting. Byers back on the ground across the 40 to the 44-yard line. Pickup of eight on the carry. And the Panthers will call their second time out of the half. 18 seconds to go. It'll be second and two from their own 44 as they're moving right down the field. Important to note, though, they have the CIA Special Teams Player of the Year in their place kicker, Brady Myers. So we'll see how long... His field goal range is for the Panthers. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Back here, 20 seconds ago, so they added two seconds. Second down and two. For Virginia Union. Again, with these last two runs from Byers, those have been his best of the day. That first down carry for 11 was his long on the afternoon. As we unfortunately couldn't get it down to Mitch here in the late stage of this first half. But we'll talk to him in the early parts of the third quarter, Josh. No doubt about it. Reed in the gun. Three wide receivers on the field. Reed. Looking to throw. Taking a deep shot. And it is going to be caught inside the 35. Knocked out of bounds at the 33-yard line there. And this is where Justin Virginia on the tackle. This is where Virginia Union can do a lot of damage. I mean, they, they we we've seen it on film, Jack. They can move the ball quick. When they do, they do a lot of damage. First and ten from the 33 of Kutztown. 15 seconds to go in the half. Nice shot to get out of bounds. With only one timeout. Reed back to the air. Steps up. He's going to take off. He's got room to run. Inside the 25 and out of bounds at the 22 with seven seconds to go. Pickup of 11 and another Panthers first down. And I mean, at this point, Jack, to consider Kutztown only getting three out of this drive, limiting uh, Virginia uh, to three, I think that would be a success. I mean, we're, we're seeing how aggressive they can be and how quickly they can move the ball. If you just limit them to three, I think that, that does a that does a lot of good. So it's a 23 yard hookup to one thing to note Jr. though here is they're not warming up their kicker at all. First and ten for the 22. Seven seconds to go. Reed back to the air. One on one down the far side. Incomplete with three seconds to go. Virginia Union looking for a flag. They won't get one. And the field goal unit coming on. 
So we will see Brady Myers. This is going to be a 40-yard attempt, Jack. So it'll be the final play of this first half. Virginia Union trying to make it 35-10 to 10 at the break. Marvin Holmes, the holder. Myers' kick, it's up, it is no good. Wide left from Brady Myers. So the Panthers waste an opportunity to get some points and draw closer. That'll take us to halftime here at Andre Reed Stadium. It's a route for the Golden Bears, 35-7 at the break. We'll step aside. We'll be back with our halftime report here on KUR. Halftime at Andre Reed Stadium, 35-7. The Golden Bears dominating the Panthers of Virginia Union. Kutztown, an unbelievable first half, especially offensively. 37 plays to 19 for Virginia Union, 298 total yards for Kutztown to Virginia Union's 103. Josh, what did you make of this first half? I mean, it was just a, a half that was dominated by Kutztown on all sides of the ball. I mean, we mentioned it before we stepped away for halftime, but I don't think there's a lot to talk about for Kutztown in this halftime speech other than you got to correct those special teams. I mean, that blocked punt, returning it for a touchdown. I mean, it's one of those situations you got to look to and say, hey, we got to correct. And I feel like that is a situation for every team. There's always something you can look to that you need to correct, and that's just the one thing Kutztown does need to correct. But, I mean, on the flip side, Jack, Virginia Union, I mean, where do you start on what to correct? I mean, just it looked like everything couldn't go their way. I mean, just nothing went their way. I mean, Jada Byers, they couldn't solidify the run game through him. So I think that's where you had to start, then start to open up the pass game. But I think if Kutztown keeps on the throttle like they did throughout that first half, it's going to be a win for Kutztown. Golden Bears. Very well-balanced offense in the first half. 141 rushing yards against the defense that allows just 37 rush yards per game on average. Great job by the Golden Bears in that aspect. Daryl Davis-McNeil, 16 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown, averaging 3.9 yards per carry. Judd Novak, awesome efficient design quarterback runs along of 19. Five carries for 44 yards. And then in the air, so efficient. 8 of 12, 157 yards, two touchdowns. One for Curtis Ravenel, the other one to the tight end, Tyree Cusser. Great first half overall for Kutztown. What stuck out to me, time of possession, 1956 for Kutztown, 10.04 for Virginia Union, and first down, 17 for the Golden Bears, just four for Virginia Union. Josh, so eerily familiar to what we saw unfold here a week ago against Slippery Rock. I mean, it's we, we mentioned it. I mean, it's, it, when you look at the stats uh, on the same side, I mean, it, they look similar. I mean, it was a, I mean, that first half in that Slippery Rock game was dominated by Kutztown. Same story here. I mean, it's just a matter of can Kutztown keep on the throttle for these next remaining 30 minutes? And I, I think if you do, I mean, it's going to be something you you need to look to. But, I mean, you just got to start off with defense, right? So, I mean, Virginia Union deferred to the second half, so they're going to get the ball to start. At the end of the first half, we saw Virginia Union get in that rhythm. Once they get the ball moving, they don't stop. So, I mean, it's just a matter of can defense start to dominate the half rather than letting offense control offense from Virginia Union, excuse me, controlling that second half? Well, Virginia Union, a big play down the field. It was a 23-yard hookup uh, with Ricky Key Jr. to get them to the Kutztown 33. Quarterback run, 11 more to the 22. Uh, and a missed opportunity uh, with a field goal there. Brady Myers, who was the conference's special teams player of the year um, for them, missed the 39-yard field goal attempt going into the break. 
Um, one they would have liked to have made it a 25-point deficit instead of 28. Uh, but for Virginia Union, they got to get the rushing attack going with Jada Byers uh, and, you know, looking at them through the air for Christian Reed. 6-8 for just 54 yards. And again, that long of 23 makes up for most of his numbers here, Josh. Absolutely. I mean, he... I mean, it just seems like they're they're struggling. I, I mean, on Virginia Union side to get the the numbers rolling. I mean, they they had that that burst of, of, of speed and quickness to them at the end of the first half. I mean, that would have been uh, that was something I, they definitely would have liked to have to start the game, right? I mean, they did try for three uh, field goal, no good. I mean, it, it's one of those situations you have to look to and say, I mean. You have to get on the offense quicker. I mean, you can't wait until that last drive. It just does not work. I mean, so what I'm interested to see is, can that momentum that they brought into the end of the first half, can they transfer that over to the second half and ultimately get back on the throttle? And, Josh, now it's time for us to take a look around the bracket here. I think Stroudsburg got off to a 7-0 lead against Slippery Rock, but... 14 on answer, Khalid Dorsey and Kylan Wilson with a pair of touchdown runs have Slippery Rock ahead in this one. That, that was the one game I actually had uh, East Stroudsburg winning, so hopefully East Stroudsburg can prove me right and get me a win here. But the winner of this game, Clutchtown and uh, Virginia Union, will face the winner of Charleston at New Haven. Charleston up 10 nothing. So looks like Jack I might have to make a trip to Charleston next week. Winner of Slippery Rock and East Stroudsburg would go to play Tiffin, the top team. Uh, in this part of the bracket, the one seed uh, in this Super Region 1. You mentioned Charleston with a 10 lead over New Haven. The winner of this game would meet the winner of the Charleston-New Haven contest. Grand Valley State and Ferris State, a highly anticipated matchup on that side of the bracket. Ferris State, the two-time reigning national champions, trail Grand Valley State 7-0 early. These two teams met in the regular season where Grand Valley State took that game. Uh, Grand Valley State looking to knock off the two-time reigning champions uh, in Ferris State and that side of the bracket as we move on down. Lenore Ryan was up 7-6 at one point over Shepard. They've tacked on to that lead, a 21-7 lead for Lenore and Ryan hosting Shepard and Valdosta State with a 14-0 lead over Limestone in that part of the bracket, the one seed Benedict in that subregion. Of course, Josh, you can't take a look at this bracket without mentioning what many regard as the top overall top overall seed uh, in the Colorado School of Mines. They will meet uh, the winner of Augustana um, and Minnesota State. Colorado School of Mines are one of the most dominant teams in the country. They put up over 70 points in their last two games of the regular season. Uh, they are truly incredible. They made it to the national semifinals uh, a year ago as they are in search for a national championship. As all of the 28 teams uh, in this field are on their quest to do that. But for Kutztown, back to this game. 35-7 at the break. So much to be pleased with outside of that block punt. Kutztown team averages 342 total yards of offense per game. They were at 298 at the break, Josh. They got to keep their pedal. I got to keep the pedal to the metal here uh, and, and keep flooring it forward. 35-7. Unbelievable at the break. I mean, it's it really is unbelievable. I mean, it's one of those situations where, I mean, if you're Kutztown, you need to keep on the throttle. You cannot let off. And we mentioned this in our last halftime show in that Slipper Rock game. Kutztown, they sometimes have a tendency to take off that third quarter. I mean, it's a bad habit, and they broke it definitely in that Slippery Rock game. So what I'm interested to see, Jack, is can they do the exact same thing once more and continue that in the rest of the postseason? I mean, it's one of those 
habits you need to break early on, and I think they broke that habit at the right time in that slippery rock game. Well, if you're looking at Kutztown offensively, first drive of the game, 11 plays, 75 yards. Second drive, 8 plays, 65 yards. A blocked punt resulting in a touchdown made it 21-0. Then they went up 28-0 with a 6-play, 70-yard drive. The Panthers responded with a blocked, touch, uh, blocked punt of their own for a touchdown. And then an 8-play, 80-yard drive for the Golden Bears, making it 35-7. It's been dominating offensively. They've spread the wealth, and they've gotten the ball to a plethora of different players. Curtis Ravenel, three catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Makai Gibson, three for 56, the top two wideouts here for Kutztown. And Tyree Custer, second straight game with a touchdown for him. Uh, offensively and through the air, Judd Novak has looked so calm, cool, and collected in his first ever NCAA tournament game. Kutztown will boot it away to start the second half, so the Panthers will start the second half on offense as they won the opening kickoff and deferred. We'll see what changes the Panthers made at halftime. They have to climb out of a 28-point deficit here in these next 30 minutes, Josh. What, what do you think Coach Porter's message to his group was at the break? I mean, I mentioned it, I think, before the end of the first half. I mean, the speech of coming out like it's 0-0 isn't going to work. I mean, you're, you can't not say you're down by 28. I mean, it's just getting off to a quick start. I mean, it's just getting Christian Reed ready to go and I mean he needs to get in that rhythm early he showed why he can get in a rhythm pretty quickly at the end of the first half so Millard will boot it away second half starts kick taken to the two yard line across the 10 to the 15 and wrapped up at the 24 yard line and that is where the Panthers will start Looked like the ball for a second jack came out, but ultimately the ball was rolled down. So just a yard short of where they would have spotted the ball if they would have took the fair catch. But now the biggest question is, can Christian Reed get in a rhythm early, get some points on the board? Reed in the gun. Gives it to Byers. Spins away, but he'll lose some yardage. So I'll say he loses a yard back to the 23, second down and 11. And this is exactly what we were looking for, Jack, to start the second half, right? We wanted to see Coach Dan's defense get in that rhythm early, ultimately limit Reed and Byers. And I, after one play, it looks good. I mean, it's the only question is, can they continue? Who else but Tyler Wary, the Defensive Athlete of the Year in the Eastern Division. The PSAC dumped underneath, caught, crossed the 30. Spots him at the 30 two-yard line. It was Larry Hackey on the catch. Pickup of nine on the play. Third down and two. But there was a hold on the play. They're going to say it was on the left guard and one of the captains of this Panthers team, Justin Mead, called for the holding. So that negates the nine-yard catch from Hackey. Second and 21 from the 13-yard line. And I feel like we're saying the exact same story as the first half. It's just these penalties for Virginia Union are, are hurting them. Penalties were a big problem in the first half. Had five penalties for 38 yards in the first half. Sixth penalty of the day, 48 yards of penalties. With the holding sets up second down and long for Virginia Union. Reed back to the air. 
Dumps it underneath to the running back, Byers. Knifes his way across the 20. To the 21, pickup of eight on the play. Third down and 13. Lloyd on the tackle for the Golden Bears. And Klitschow's defense, stand tall one more time. Reed, looking to throw. Over the middle, caught across the 35. Wrapped up at the 39, pickup of 16, and good for a Panther first down. A big conversion on a third and long to keep the drive alive. And now makes him one for five on the day, Jack. I mean, it, it's exactly what they ordered. I mean, you, you just need to keep the drive alive. That's what we mentioned. Uh, Reed. Pitches out to Byers on the, re on the option. Cross the 40 and Byers out of bounds. At the 45, pickup of six, second and four. Could sound faithful. Wanting a hold, they will not get the penalty marker. Did look like a hold on our near side, but just one of those situations, Jack, where you now do, you now need to reset as a defense and just look to that next play. It's an 18-yard catch for Vic on that third down. Reed will swing it out to Byers. Across the 40 to the 45, across midfield. Look at Byers go with some space. Wrapped up at the 47-yard line of Kutztown and a solid opening drive so far for Virginia Union. Freddie Redder there on the tackle. So it's a pickup of eight, good for a first down. Nearly four minutes gone in this third quarter. Virginia Union down by 28 in this first round game. And you can see the adjustments already, Jack, that Virginia Union made coming out of halftime. Give it to Byers, plunges away. Inside the 45 to the 43. Pick up a four on that first down play. And one thing Virginia Union is doing that isn't helping. I mean, they're taking off a good amount of time on the clock. 11 minutes left to play in the third quarter. I mean, that's, that's four minutes already, and I... Just in one drive alone, I mean, that's that's not ideal when you're down by four scores. Reading the gun, Byers in the backfield, two receivers on the field. Ricky Key Jr. to the left. We're gonna throw out wide, caught, wrapped up. Saeed Sidibe down to the 35. Pick up of eight and another Panthers first down. And this is exactly what we feared, Jack. When they get in the rhythm, they can do a lot of damage, and we're seeing why. I mean, they're marching right down the field at this point. Just Kutztown's defense needs an answer, and they need one bad. Give to Byers. Spins out of a tackle on the inside the 20. 15 inside the 10. A simple spin move. Avoided one tackle and the hole just opened up for him. 
pickup of 27 for Byers, and it's first and goal at the eight for the Panthers. Big play, and they get it on the ground with their standout back in Jada Byers, who's been doing it all year for Virginia Union. Right back to the ground game. Byers stays on his feet, and Byers is in for the touchdown. An eight-yard touchdown run for Byers, and a great start to the second half for Virginia Union. 35-13 with 9.29 to go in the third quarter. I mean, we, we mentioned how Byers is one of the big leaders of this Union's offense, and he's shown why. I mean, they needed the score early, and he got it for them. I mean, a lot of the offense on this drive ran through him, so... That's one of the things where Clitson, you have to be looking back on this drive and saying, look, we need to limit Byers and his offense. We're now seeing for ourselves what he can do. And Extra point for Myers is up. It is through 35-14. to 9.29 to go in the third quarter. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Jack, great to be with you starting the second half here. There's a lot to get to. First and foremost, uh, prior to halftime, after that offensive touchdown for KU, making it 35-7, uh, all the coaches ran up and down yelling, good job, good response. Good response was the main uh, rhetoric there. Really emphasizing that it was a crucial moment to not let Virginia Union back into this football game after their first touchdown on that blocked punt. Now they've got another touchdown on the board. We'll see how the KU offense can respond. They've been playing well all day long. Uh also, as we start the second half, I want to thank all of you out there, wherever you may be, uh, for listening to our broadcast. also want to thank the hospitality of the folks here at Andre Reed Stadium and the NCAA as a whole. But first and foremost, we do want to see some more offense from Kutztown because this game is not out of reach. What Virginia Union was doing there, they're using their strength in the run uh, to set up their, their passing game. I know, I know that down 28 points, you might want some bigger plays, some bigger pass plays, but Virginia Union, knowing they have to set those up first because Kutztown was able to sit, uh, sit back in the secondary a little bit. Now that the running seems to be working, it got them down the field, not going to be as, uh, as hard to get those big pass plays. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. Myers will boot it away. Ravenel will take it from the six. Across the 15 to the 20. 25, 30, 35, and it'll be tripped up. Down at the 39-yard line. Good return for Curtis Rabinell Jr. And some solid starting field position for Kutztown on their first drive of the second half. That last drive for Virginia Union, 10 plays, 76 yards, capped off by an 8-yard Jada Byers rushing touchdown. Really first time all day that we've seen Byers in this rushing game open up. And that 27-yard run that got him from the 35 down to the 8. Gives him some good-looking numbers with 13 carries for 81 yards and a touchdown of the day, averaging 6.2 a carry. Kutztown trying to respond. And the third quarter has not been their best quarter this year, Josh. We've seen at times this team has kind of fallen asleep at the wheel in the third quarter. Two-yard run for Darrell Davis-McNeil to the 41, second down and 8. Again, if you're Kutztown... A long, methodical drive to chew up some time here in this third quarter would be largely beneficial. Just I, I, on this drive, Jack, what I'm just trying to see from Kutztown is just keep the ball moving. I, I need Novak to get in a rhythm early. I, you can't turn it back over to Virginia Union at all in this drive. 
You need to at least get three on this drive. I mean, six would be great, three would be good. Empty backfield for Novak. Three to his left, two to his right. Fires over the middle, behind Ravenel, had him open. It's an offline pass and a third and eight for Kutztown. A pass that Novak wants back as Ravenel was open over the middle of the field. And for most of today, Novak has been on target with all of his receivers. I mean, I would say better than he has any other game. And just that's that's the one he wants back right there, Jack. I feel like every quarterback has those plays that they want back. That's probably the one he wants back. Third and eight. Empty backfield again. From their own 41-yard line. Novak. Rolls out right. Going to take off across the 45, makes it a miss across midfield. Novak will be knocked down at the 47 yard line of Virginia Union and good for a Golden Bears first down. Just about keeping the chains moving, Jack, just like I said. I mean, so he sees that the pocket is collapsing both on his left and his right side. He sees that there's a, just a small hole right up the middle, just cuts right through it. He sees that all, all the defensive backs and safeties from Virginia Union are giving him a little bit of space, just takes that and gets enough for the first and gets even more than enough for the first. It's exactly what you want from Novak. 12-yard run from Novak to pick up the first down for Kutztown on that third and eight. Seven of eight on third down conversions today. Daryl Davis McNeil inside the 45 to the 43, pick up of four. They're on first down for Kutztown. Isaiah Dickens on the tackle for the Panthers. It's so one one of the things I'm noticing here is just it it seems like when Kutztown gets in a rhythm, it just seems like Virginia Union's defense gets flustered so quickly. Jack, I don't know if you noticed that as well, or that might have just been me, but something you just need to reset. Virginia Union. Takes the handoff, looking to throw. Thought about taking a deep shot, and he will just fire it out of bounds. Incomplete. Third down and six. Husser was the receiver closest to where that ball went out of bounds. Third and six for Kutztown. I've already converted one on this drive, and I've had a great day on third down attempts. I mean, they're seven of eight. I mean, you can't ask for much better results than that. And they're doing it against an elite third down defense. Virginia Union came into the day allowing their opponents to convert on just 24% of their third downs. That was third in the nation. But Kutztown has set the tone and they've found ways to consistently convert on third downs. Novak looking to throw. Taking a shot up the near sideline for Gibson. Short. So fourth and six here from the 43 of Virginia Union. And Millard and the punt team out onto the field to try to pin the Panthers back deep. I mean, like I said, Jack, I, I think what we're seeing here is Kutztown taking off the third quarter. I mean, it just seems like you gave up that touchdown. You lost all the momentum. So some quick scoring updates. Slippery Rock, 21-14 over East Stroudsburg, Charleston. Of West Virginia has extended their lead against New Haven, up 17-0 in that game. The winner of this contest would go on to meet the winner of Charleston and New Haven. Millard gets the punt away, high, fair caught. 
at the 12-yard line. That's where the Panthers will take over for their second drive in the third quarter. We'll send it to Mitchell Smedley. Thanks, Jack. Well, not what you wanted to do going three and out to open up, or not three and out, but not uh, producing points on your first drive. Uh, this third quarter, we've talked about it. It's been a problem for Cutstown. We'll see if they can right the ship here. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. First and 10 from the 12 for the Panthers. Another PSC school scoring update. Lenore Ryan up 28-10 over Shepard. Reed takes a snap, gives it to Byers. To the 14, pickup of two, second down and eight. So most of the momentum, I would say, Jack, is in favor of Virginia Union at this point. I mean, you get a score, you get Kutztown's offense off the field after about six or seven plays. I, I mean, now you have the ball back. You're looking to your main man, I mean, specifically Jada Byers. You just need to get offense for Kutztown back on the field. It's just about going three and out. Reed under center, second and eight. And a trick play, and it's going to get blown up. It was Saeed Sadibi who got the jet sweep, and he gets blown up for a loss of six, third down and 14 for Virginia Union. Kutztown was all over that one, and a third and long for the Panthers. Important to note, on their last scoring drive, they faced an early third down and 11. Got an 18-yard passing play to convert, keep the drive alive, backed up third and long again. Panthers just one of five on third down attempts today. At this point, you need to play pass first because, like, like you mentioned, that third and 11, they did go for a pass. Reed faces the pressure, dances out of trouble, and he will slide down at the eight. No gain on the play. So, excuse me, they're going to say he lost two yards on the carry. And now it'll be Marvin Holmes punting from his own end zone. Good defensive response from Kutztown to force the three and out. That's exactly what I said, Jack. I wanted a three and out. Just get Kutztown's offense back on the field. So exactly what Kutztown needed at the right time. So Holmes got to be careful, careful here punting from the back of his own end zone. Already had one block today that resulted in a touchdown. Holmes, high punt. Taken at the 48, Sincere Thomas reverses the field. Stays on his feet inside the 45, and Thomas will be wrapped up. And there's a tussle behind the play between a Golden Bear and a Panther. No flag. First and 10 for the Virginia Union. 41 will quickly send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thanks, Jack. It's getting trip, uh, chippy out here as uh, it looked like an attempted trip against the Golden Bear from a from a Virginia Union uh, Panther out there on that, on that kick. But cooler heads have prevailed down here. Everything's fine. But as this game wears on and it starts to look like Virginia Union might be headed home, look for tempers to start flaring up again. Back up to you guys. First and 10, give to Jaden Stewart. Fights down to the 37-yard line, pickup of four. Number six, Shamar Graham, 
So, I mean, with 426 left to play here in quarter number three, I mean, what I'm looking for is good time to run off as much time as possible. But you also need a score as well. I mean, it, I think if you got a score here, Jack, I think that would solidify a win here for the Golden Bears. I hate to say that so early on, but I definitely do think that. Second and six from the Panthers' 37-yard line. And a loss on the carry. Great tackle there by Isaac Anderson, the redshirt junior. As Stewart loses four back to the th 41, third down and 10. Tried a little bit of a misdirection there, but Anderson into the backfield to blow it up off the edge. He's on the interior of that defensive line was Anderson. Anderson leads the conference and tackles for a loss with 14 and a half on the season, 31, 31st in the nation. Third and 10 from the 41. Ravenel, Gibson, and Hasty lined out to the right. One-on-one -on -one down the far side. It is incomplete. Was looking for Luke Zabo. Good coverage. Ephraim Moore on the play. So two drives in this third quarter for Kutztown and a couple of punts. Union, you're seeing their defensive response here in this third quarter. Another chance for Kutztown to pin the Panthers back deep like they did last time. Millard, short punt, hits the helmet of a Golden Bear. Spot it at the 12 where it deflected off of the Golden Bears helmet. Thought it might have got spotted at the 1, but it hit the helmet of a Golden Bear, so that's where, that's where it was downed since it was first touched by a Kutztown player. 3.03 to go in this third quarter. 35-14, Kutztown over Virginia Union. Reed in the gun, give to Byers. Pickup of two on the play, second down and eight. Same starting field position as last drive for Virginia Union at the 12. Kyrie Butler on the tackle for Kutztown. Question coming in today, I think, was can Kutztown keep this run game in check? And in the late season of the third quarter, is 96 rushing yards for Virginia Union. A team whose offense is fueled so much by their rushing attack. Second and eight. Reed to the air. Fires over the middle. Intercepted! C.J. Brown. No. They're saying it. the ground. It hit the ground. It was unable to control it the process of it being a catch. So what looked like an interception for C.J. Brown diving 
Look like he had the football, but it hit the ground, and the ground altered his ability to fully control it through the catch. So it's an incompletion, third down and eight. Overshot is intended target over the middle of the field there to Christian Reed. Chance for Pittsdown to get off the field. Reed dumps it underneath the Byers. Across the 20, knocked down at the 22. Pickup of eight. And it is good for a Panthers first down. right at the line to gain Jack so they're going to give it to Union for the first thought Kutzan could get off the field but and if that name CJ Brown sounds familiar that was the person who made that amazing interception in the end zone last week they almost had another amazing one here today with that diving catch attempt just unable to hold on first and ten taking a deep shot and it is incomplete first time we've seen Reed today dial up a deep ball Saeed Sadibe there was the intended target. Second and 10 for the 22, 1.40 to go in this third quarter. Good coverage there from Antoine Lloyd on the play. You can just see how big of an arm Reed has with a throw like that. Reed. And was looking for Sadibe again. Just threw it into the Virginia Union bench area. Third down and 10 from their own 22. 136 to play in this third quarter. Kutztown trying to get another defensive stop while the offense for Kutztown isn't humming like it was in the first half. A couple of times where they've pinned Virginia Union back inside their own 15 to start drives and Forced a punt last time, trying to force another punt here. The Panthers' first drive of the second half was taken 10 plays for 76 yards and a touchdown. But since then, have been held in check. Puts down, trying to get off the field once more. Third and 10. Reed swings it out, wide receiver screen. Caught, crossed the 25, bumped out. Anton Lloyd on the tackle. It's a pickup of five and a punt upcoming for the Panthers. Besides that touchdown to start the third quarter, they really haven't had much offense, Jack, go their way. I mean, they had that first down, but other than that, not much offense to say the least, Jack. So Holmes back to punt again. Thomas and Lloyd lined up as the return men at their own 37. Holmes boots it away. Going to let it bounce short. And it'll take a Panther bounce all the way back inside the 20. Inside the 15. A great punt there by the Panthers. Look, it's going to down Kutztown at their own 12-yard line. A 60-plus yard punt for Holmes. And Kutztown backed up deep with 43 seconds to go in the third quarter. We'll send it to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. Interesting to note, you know, Virginia Union's been faced with a couple of those. Fourth down and short, fourth down and short medium. Uh, they have not gone for it yet, uh, indicating that they don't think it's panic time. It's not a must-gain first down yet. Uh, they feel like they still have a real shot to play the field position game and get back into this one. Whole quarter left of football. Back up to you guys. 
43 seconds to go in the third quarter. Let's down starting at their own 12-yard line. Three receivers on the field. Give it off to Daryl Davis McNeil. Pick up of just a couple there on the play. Cuts down, still ahead by 21. Here this afternoon, some quick scoring updates. Slippery Rock up 24-14 over East Stroudsburg, and Charleston continues to add to their lead up 24-0 against New Haven. Shepard has clawed a little bit closer, trailing Lenore Ryan, 28-17 in that part of the bracket. Cuts down, going to elect to wind it down to the end of the third quarter. 35-14, the Golden Bears lead the Panthers of Virginia Union. 15 minutes to go before they move on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Josh, not the best offensive quarter for Kutztown, but they've done enough defensively to still hand tall, stand tall, allowing only one touchdown that third quarter. They're up by 21 going to the fourth. What does Kutztown have to do to close this one out? I mean, it's just getting the offense more involved. You need to get the offense in a rhythm. And it's definitely something you're going to have to look to in this week's upcoming practice, I think, Jack. You need to get offense more involved. You can't take off that third quarter. That's what it comes down to. You can't take off the third quarter. We've said it time in and time out. But I forgot to say it on last broadcast where I should have said it the most, but it's defense that wins champ championships. I mean, two touchdowns and 45 minutes of play. I mean, it's exactly what you want. Well, and it's one defensive touchdown, too. The the other touchdown for Virginia New came on a blocked punt. So the defense wasn't even on the field for that score. It was a special teams wonder that allowed the first Virginia Union touchdown of the day. So the defense itself has really only allowed seven points. Again, keeping another solid offense in check thus far. That's down, second down and seven from their own 15. Can the Panthers rally from down 21? Even this thing up, or will Kutztown be able to control these final 15, put the finishing touches on a first round win? Back to the ground game and a pickup of a, just a yard for Daryl Davis McNeil. Third down and six, Isaac Anderson on the tackle. And Virginia Union, this rushing defense in the second half is definitely come to play and this is what we thought we would expect from them out of the gates in the first half but they've made it a lot tougher for Kutztown to rush the football here in the second half third and five from the 17 yard line pick up a two on that last play Novak looking to the air taking a deep shot for Ravenel it is incomplete Good coverage there by Kyle Kidwell. So another punt for Millard and the Golden Bears. Three drives in the second half, three punts. Just over 14 minutes to play in this fourth quarter. I think it's just concerning, Jack, that there hasn't been much offense from Kutztown in, in these late stages. 
Millard gets the punt off. Great punt from Millard. Retreating to field it back at the 32. Now inside the 25, excuse me, field it at the 27, wrapped up at the 32. Five yard return by Elijah Rice. Great punt there from Nate Millard. This will quickly send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. What a punt and what a hit on that stop there. Um, really, plays like that, the almost interception by uh, C.J. Brown, they may not show up on the stat sheet, but they've really kept this crowd involved in the game into this fourth quarter. But now start to look for Virginia Union, take more risks, especially on third and fourth downs, really try and uh, get back into this one. Not a lot of time left, down 21 points. Back up to you. So the Virginia Union offense back out onto the field. 13.58 to go in this one. Reed going to get blown up. They're going to toss it back. The wide receiver is going to throw it down the field, and it is incomplete. What a play as Christian Reed got rocked on the trick play. And it looks like Reed got shaken up. I mean, he took up. a big-time hit getting that ball off to keep that play alive. And honestly, at first look, I thought he had the football just able to get it away to keep that one alive. The pass is incomplete downfield. He looks okay, but honestly, I mean, he took a big hit. Like, got shooken up on that play. Byers takes the handoff across the 35, 37, pick up a five, sets up third and five. So, I mean, it's just about getting Kutzen's offense back on the field. I mean, you need to go, you need to force Virginia Union to go three out once more. I mean, Kutzen's third down defense is good to say the least. Our fourth in the conference, top 50th in the nation, allowed Allowing their opponents to convert 34% of the time, Jack. So It was Nasir Morgan Sr. who threw the pass on that trick play. Caught across the 40, fighting forward still. It was Ricky Key Jr. to the 44-yard line. Heil on the stop, but it's going to be good for a Panther first down. So again, the 45 pickup of eight, good for a Panther first down. It's just about limiting, Jack, the third down conversions here for Virginia Union late in this game. Reed, back to the air, steps up, deep shot, looking for key, incomplete. Good coverage on the play by Antoine Lloyd. Second down and 10 for the Panthers. Virginia Union faithful looking for pass interference. Don't get it. Looked like it was good. It was great coverage, I thought, on that play by by, by Kutzen's defense. I mean, by Anton Lloyd, excuse me. Byers. 
fighting his way to the 48. A hard fought three yards on the carry. Third down and seven upcoming for the Panthers. On the day, they're three for nine, converting 30, 33% of the time. They convert about 37% of the time on third downs throughout the season. But Ken Kutstown's defense stands tall once more. And whistles come in. So Virginia Union will take their first charge time out of the second half. We'll set it down to Mitchell Smedley, 11.46 to play. Third down and seven for Virginia Union after the timeout. Thank you very much, Jack. Interesting decision to burn a timeout. You're down 21 points in the final quarter of play. That might come in handy on a drive later, but let's hope it doesn't get to that point. Credit to this Andre Reese Stadium crowd. They're keeping max energy all throughout this game, even when it looks out of reach. Right now up 21 in the fourth quarter, but they have brought the heat all day long, screaming before every big third down, second down, and long. And uh, they're very into it right now, as opposed to the Virginia Union side, which has only begged for pass interference calls all day. Back up to you. Thank you, Mitch. 11.46 to go in the fourth quarter. So we're going to take, some, take a look at some scores around the region. A scoring update, Charleston up 24-6 to as New Haven's gotten on the board there. Central Missouri, one of the top offenses in the nation, up 7-0 over Henderson State on that side of the bracket. Lenore Ryan has built their lead to 35-17 over Shepard. So 24-14 between Slippery Rock and East Stroudsburg. Third and seven. Reed, look at the throw. Dumps underneath to Ricky Key Jr. Makes a man miss. Cross midfield to the 49. Pick up a four, and it sets up a fourth down and four for Virginia Union, and you have to expect them to go for it here with 11.25 and counting, down by 21 points. Yeah, you have to go for it. On the season, they, they're 12th in the conference. They only convert 23% of the time. So Not a team that's overly successful on fourth down attempts, Josh. But you have to go for it. You have to, yes. Just three of 13 on fourth downs this year. Crowd getting loud here at Andre Reed Stadium. Reed, back to the air, fires over the middle, incomplete. A flag does fly though. So Kutztown has got to stop for now. They're, they're gonna call a pass interference on Virginia Union, Jack. So Kalen Carver called for the passing interference. The penalties decline. The Golden Bears get a turnover on downs. It's the players trying to pump up this crowd even further. Kutztown will get the football back at their own 49 with 10.57 to play in the fourth. Exactly. Josh, big stop there for KU. Exactly what the doctor ordered, Jack. I mean, you needed a stop, and you got it. I mean, you just need one more score, and I think, Jack, that would solidify a win for the Golden Bears, and they live to play another week. Let's just come in. 
So Virginia Union going to call their second time out of the half. That's huge here. Only one remaining. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Well, if I thought the first one was wasted, I mean, the second timeout's even more curious. Uh, you're getting set for a first down, but Kutztown looking for that one more score to salt this one away in all likelihood. Um, I mean, look, you have to take that risk if you're Virginia Union. That's the result of, a, of the Union's offense going on strike in the first half. Defense as well. I mean, they just put themselves in such a hole, and they really had uh, had no choice but to go for it. Couldn't hook up on the completion. And uh, this Kutztown defense has hurried Christian Reed all day long. It's been a bloodbath. Two weeks in a row here at Andre Reed Stadium. Let's put some more points on the board. Make the people happy once more, Josh. Jack, back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. Jack, you, Mitch wants one more score. And I think that would ice the cake. And Kutztown okay. lives one more week. Well, Kutztown has struggled offensively in the second half. Just 23 total yards of offense. Daryl Davis-McNeil surging forward inside the 45 of the Panthers to the 44. Pickup of seven on first down. And with that run, that's getting back to more of what we saw from this Kutztown team in the first half. I mean, it has to be frustrating. And you could see it on Virginia Union. The, the frustration is mounting. I mean... It's it's a spot where Kutztown really wants to be at. I mean, they're at the right spot. All the momentum is in their favor. They got to turn over on downs. They just need to march right down the field, get another score. Get on the ground at Daryl Davis McNeil. Still going. Spinning his way inside. Thought they were going to say inside the 35 to the 34, but they'll spot him at the 35. Pickup of nine and a Golden Bear first down. Tough running there from Daryl Davis McNeil. And he is showing why he got MVP of that PSAC championship game once again. I mean, he's always scratching and clawing for these yards, and he is just doing a great job. Daryl Davis McNeil on the day, 23 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown. Right back to him. Bulldozing his way to the 29, pickup of six. And you're seeing Daryl Davis McNeil on this offensive line just being able to wear down this Panthers defensive front here on this drive. Yeah, you can tell that the Panthers' D-line is struggling, to say the least, to find an answer for McNeil. I mean, but but on the flip side, this is where Kutztown wants to be at. I mean, you're looking to see Virginia Union, I mean, just try to get a stop here. But Kutztown just needs to keep the momentum going. Kutztown just trying to get as much time off the clock as possible. Under nine minutes to go in this one. Continue to just hammer the ground game. And it looks like there will be an injured Virginia Union player down on the field. Looks like they're going to spot him at the 25. Should be good enough for a first down, but the injured Virginia Union player quickly makes his way to his feet. 
Josh the silent appears he's okay. Good to see you there, Josh. Absolutely. So pickup of four, good for a first down to the 25 for Daryl Davis McNeil. Now there's a uh, a penalty flag on the field. Uh, the flag was thrown all the way back at the five when the line of scrimmage is at the 25. So the flag was thrown 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. I I'm interested to see what the call is. I, I have no idea. Normally we have a good idea of what the flag is about. This one... The only thing I can think of is that an offensive lineman from Kutztown... That's what I was thinking when I saw behind the play after the run, an offensive lineman on Kutztown was well down the field. And he got his jersey got grabbed and he got slung backwards further. So I believe that is what they're gonna corner the call. So it's an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, 15 yards. So let's say actually half the distance at the 25. So first and ten from the 12 for Kutztown after the unsportsmanlike conduct on Jalen Mayo on the play. This town trying to add on to their already sizable lead. Give to Jaden Stewart. Inside the 10, inside the five, and he will be knocked down at the four yard line. Pick up an eight on the run for Jaden Stewart. They will get him down to the three. It's a run of nine for Stewart. Originally, they were going to spot him at the four, but they will move it up to the three, which is where I thought he got to. So second and one from the three. Give to Stewart. Fighting towards the goal line, short. Pickup of two down to the one, so it's going to be good for a Golden Bears first down. Sets him up with first and goal at the one. Looked like the ball came out there for a second, Jack, but they said no fumble, first down for the Golden Bears. Whatever it takes, brotherly shove, just get that one yard. So far, a majority of a complete effort here today from Kutztown. Back to the ground game. Stewart, he's going to be wrapped up for a loss. Nowhere to go. Another flag. And another flag will fly after the whistle. Unsportsmanlike conduct, maybe on Kutztown or Virginia Union. But other than that, I'm not really sure... I mean, it was well after the play, so. So it'll be Trey Bernstein, the center called for the unnecessary roughness after the play. 
So with a 15-yard penalty after the loss of a yard on the carry, it'll be second and goal from the 17. I mean, Clitstown has played so disciplined throughout the season that, I mean, it's it's unusual, Jack, that we see a penalty like that call on the Golden Bears. Zabo and Hasty are lined up to the left. They'll motion Hasty to the right. Novak looking to throw. Dumps underneath for Hasty. Incomplete. He stepped out of bounds as he was hauling it in. So third and goal from the 17-yard line. 5.51 to go. And I mean, one of the one of the things I'm liking about this try, Jack, is I mean, 5:50 left to go in the fourth quarter. I mean, Kutstown's doing a great job of taking a lot of time off this off the clock throughout this drive. So I mean, even three points would, I think, solidify a win for the Golden Bears. Time is certainly running low for Virginia Union. Empty backfield. Design quarterback run for Novak. Inside the 10, powers his way to the seven. Pickup of 10 on the play. It's going to bring up fourth down. Donald Gatling on the tackle. Evitz not coming on. At this point, it's all, all or nothing. Because they're going to keep the offense on the field. They're just not going to like to take the points. They're just going to try to run as much time down. Maybe we'll see them burn a timeout and then put the field goal unit on, but. It's fourth and goal from the six. Would be a chip shot for Evans, but they're going to keep the offense on the field, it appears. And I mean, even if you turn it over, I mean, you don't. And timeout does come in. So Virginia Union will call their third and final timeout. 5.07 to go, fourth down and six. We'll send it to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. Well, regardless of the result of this fourth down, whether it's a uh, touchdown, three points, or nothing, I mean, I think this game is well solidified, only five minutes to go. And the, uh, well, they're playing against the Union, so I'm calling this defensive line, the picket line, coming back out. I mean, it's been impressive. They've, for the second week in a row so far, limited their opponent to seven points, if you remember, because uh, seven came on the special teams block punt. This defense has been outstanding. The picket line making a statement here, looking to move Kutz down to the next round. Only five minutes to go. Let's see what uh, what Jim Clemens dials up here on fourth down. It's all for fun at this point. I don't agree with the uh, the Judd Novak design quarterback runs this late in the game, but hey, whatever. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. So Evitz will come on to attempt the field goal as expect as I expected. Kutz down. Run down the time of Virginia Union to call the timeout instead of Kutztown here. Kutztown trying to make it 38 to 14. Snap good, hold good. Kick from Evans is up. And it is through. 38-14 Kutztown with 5.03 to play. Their first points of the second half, Josh. Wasn't the half that I was expecting from Kutztown's offense, but hey, it works. It's points. And it is points. They tack on. 
and Jack, I think that pretty much solidifies a win for the Golden Bears. 24-point lead with 5.03 to go in this one. As Kutztown will at this point more than likely move on. At this point it looks like Charleston comfortably leading at the half 24-7. They lead over New Haven. Slipper Rock of 24-14 at halftime against East Stroudsburg. Ferris State has tied things up at 7 against Grand Valley State in a highly anticipated first round showdown. And that's Super Region of the Bracket. That one is at halftime as well. And we'll take a check in on Shepard quickly. 35-17, Lenore Ryan leads Shepard at halftime in that contest. Hard boots it away. Out of the end zone for a touchback. So Virginia Union's offense back onto the field. 5.03 to go. They trail by 24. It'll take nothing short of a miracle for the Panthers to come back in this one. But for Virginia Union, this point, I mean, it's been a great season for them. 10 and 1. They became their conference's champions for the first time in 22 seasons. And not to mention, too, I mean, the head coach was on that winning team and when they last won it. I mean, I, I, I feel like you can't ask anything more of your team, but also, too, from yourself as the head coach, to bring a, a, a championship to your program after 22 years. I, I mean, it's exactly what you want. That's got to be gratifying for him, of course. They would have liked to see a little more from their group today. They'll swing it out to Byers. And it'll pick up a yard. Second down to nine for Virginia Union. So they'll give him two on the play. Second and eight. Virginia Union out of timeouts with 4.40 to go and counting. to throw. Reed underneath, caught, across the 30 and knocked down at the 32-yard line. There's Corey Fleming. Eden Johnson on the tackle, pick up a five, sets up a third and three. G-Union 30% on third down conversions today, three of ten. Byers, he's not going anywhere. Hile on the tackle. So they're going to give him two, and I think it's a generous two at that. That's a generous spot. So fourth and one. Of course the offense will stay out there with 3.25 to go. 
0 for 1 today on fourth down are the Panthers. Just going to be a direct run right to Byers. Byers to the outside. Cross the 35 to the 38. Pick up a four. Good for a first down. Two fifty-five left to play in quarter number four. And at this point, Jack is just about slowly chipping the time off. Just whatever you need it's to do. Just a matter of becoming official at this point. Pretty much, yeah. What a day, what a game for these Golden Bears. Read back to the air. Taking a deep shot down the far sideline. Incomplete. Slade Sidibe there. Is the intended target on that pass. Second down and 10 from the 38. 2.26 to go. Kutztown, it started in that first half. They set the tone early. Up 35-7 at the break. These offenses stalled out in this second half. Just a combined 10 points between the two teams. It was a Jada Byers 8-yard touchdown on the Panthers' first drive of the second half. Thought they could get some life off of that, but haven't had a great drive since. Riedel just fired out of bounds, incomplete, third and 10. Jake Davis on the pressure. Two twenty left to play, Jack. And I mean, at this point, if you're if you're Virginia Union, do you go for it on fourth down? I mean, you have nothing to lose. Down by twenty four. I mean, you, you have to. You mentioned it, Josh. There is nothing to lose. Field position doesn't much matter at this point of the game. And the chances of a comeback are pretty much none. We're gonna give it to Byers. Fights his way across the forty five to the forty seven. Pickup of nine. It's going to set up a fourth and a one for the Panthers. As we're now with under two minutes to go in this one, Kutztown will move on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. As their opponent will be determined in the second half between Charleston, the two seed in the subregion. Good run from Byers inside the 45 of Kutztown to the 43. On that fourth and one, good for a first down. Clock will stop with 1.45 to go so they can reset the chains. It's Charleston out of West Virginia up 24-7 at halftime. Take a big comeback from New Haven and that one dumped underneath. Nice catch by Allen inside the 40. Steps out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Curtis Allen on the catch. Pickup of six. Second and four as he went out of bounds. Now with 134 to go. It's just about... Taking the time off the clock, Jack. Second and four. 
from the 37 of Kutztown. Reed steps up, gets hit as he throws. Allen makes the catch. No gain on the play. As Reed took another big hit. A little slow to get up. I mean, just watching Christian Reed play today, he played his heart out, Jack. He, he did. He, uh, a tough effort. He's taken some big hits. Yeah. And one on that trick play where they try to make a pass downfield with Nasir Morgan. That ended up incomplete. And took another one there as he tried to dump it underneath. It was caught by his running back, Curtis Allen, but for no gain. Third and four from the 37 of Kutztown. 48 seconds to play and counting. He's going to give it on the ground. The 35-yard line there. For Rashard Jackson. As the applause comes in from the Kutztown faithful, under 30 seconds to go. Kutztown will move on to the second round of the NCAA tournament next weekend. The site of that game to be determined if New Haven is to come back and win against Charleston. Your second round game will be hosted right here at Andre Reed Stadium. If not, if Charleston is to win that game, it would be down in West Virginia. Run down to the 30 by Jackson. It was a fourth and one, so enough to get a first down. Momentarily stops the clock with 11 seconds to play. Just delaying the inevitable. Reed going to take the snap. Taking a deep shot to the end zone. Way overthrown, incomplete. With three seconds to play. So the Panthers will have one final play on their season. It was a good one at that. 10-1, a conference title. But today just did not have what it took to get by a valiant and formidable foe in Kutztown. Again, just got down early. It was 21-0 in that first quarter, and the mountain was... Too high to climb for these Panthers to come back in this one. They're going to give it to Jackson. Fights his way to the 20-yard line. Wrapped up there, and this one is over. 38-14, Kutztown takes down Virginia Union and moves on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. The season lives on for Kutztown as these teams will come towards midfield to shake hands. A great year for Coach Dr. Alvin Porter and his Virginia Union Panthers. They will gear up for next year. Reflecting on what was a great season, a step forward for this Virginian Union bunch. But for Kutztown, the season lives another week as they will prepare for a second round game. Again, the site of that game to be determined. Their opponent will either be Charleston or West Virginia, the two seed in this Super Region 1, or can New Haven pull off a miracle. An impossible comeback down 24-7 in the third quarter. Uh, Slippery Rock and East Stroudsburg are scoring update there. 24-14, Slippery Rock leads coming out of the break. But for KU, what a game. Second time in three years they've gotten a win in the NCAA tournament. Two years ago it was against New Haven right here at Andre Reed Stadium. This time it's against Virginia Union as Kutztown gets the win. 210 rushing yards as a team. 157 yards through the air. Josh, we mentioned Kutztown might not be able to Dial up the same formula of success for today as they did last week against Slippery Rock. They did do that. 210 rushing yards for this Kutztown team. They, they controlled the line of scrimmage. They were physical, tough, scrappy. 
and they controlled this one here today. Absolutely. It was the run game that got established quick that really helped the Golden Bears to this win, I think, Jack. I think Daryl Davis-McNeil getting in that rhythm early definitely helped, and that was one of the biggest questions we had coming into today. Could McNeil get in that rhythm early, or was it going to be uh, Virginia Union's defense that prevailed? And I think we got our answer early on. Well, one final time today, we'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley on the sideline. Thank you, Jack. The celebration is in full swing. Cuts down winners today. They move on, like you said, to the second round. They're out of 16 in the NCAA tournament. What a dominant win for the second week in a row. 38-14, your final for a second week in a row. They win by 24 points. Domination here in the latter part of the season, peaking at the right time we mentioned it. I mean, if there were any questions about a team that maybe might lose their focus uh, driving golf carts around the field a week ago, did not come to fruition. They came to play for four whole quarters here. Got out to that early lead, did not look back. Three facets of the game scoring today, or two, I guess, but three playing extraordinarily well. Uh, the offense put up 31. Yet again, the uh, special teams got that score, and the defense played lockdown, only allowing seven points once again to foes that we really had uh, had immense fear and, and respect for. You know, you have to acknowledge what went on uh, in that Virginia Union program this year. What a step forward for them. Uh, what a great season for them, and their coaching is outstanding. But it's Kutztown that, oh my goodness, has taken down two vaunted foes, two folks that we thought it would be uh, very difficult to run against, and, and look what look what Kutztown did uh, to Virginia Union today. I know in the pregame we were talking, and we thought there was no possible way they could uh, replicate the success they found against Slippery Rock on the ground. They did, and, uh, and it controlled this entire game. Um, even on that, that last drive that resulted in the field goal, just running their way all the way down the field to the two-yard line at one point. Just an outstanding performance. Uh, this will be a nice, uh, nice way to celebrate Thanksgiving with this win in the back pocket. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Uh, and once again, thank you for tuning in to KUR's coverage of the Golden Bears. Still some question marks about where that game will be played next week. And... Uh, no question marks, though, on the Kutztown Golden Bears' performances uh, in the latter part of this season. They look to move that momentum into the second round of the playoffs. And what a dominating team this looks like right now. So fun to cover. So fun to do it with you guys, Jack and Josh. So, signing off for today, I'm Mitchell Smedley. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. And Mitch, you said it perfectly, my friend. I mean, a great win for the Golden Bears. And they live to play one more week. That's what it's all about. It's playoffs. It's to survive and live one more week, Jack. That's what it's all about. So it looks like the game could very well be in Charleston regardless of the outcome. As you, know, you have to put in bids to host with the holiday weekend being next weekend. Kutztown. Regardless of the winner, it looks like they would be going down to Charleston uh, for that game uh, as we got intel about that situation. Slippery Rock up 24-14 over East Stroud. We're getting some more out-of-town sco out scoring updates. New Haven just scored a touchdown to make that a 10-point game, so that has become more interesting down there in Charleston, West Virginia, Central Missouri, and in another sub-region, 34-0. One, you know, one of the nation's most potent offenses there in Central Missouri and Fair State. 
We mentioned earlier, tied up against Grand Valley State. We're looking at Shepard and Lenore Ryan early in the third quarter. 35-17, Lenore Ryan still ahead in that game. But Josh dialing it back to Kutztown here. Great day on the ground. Another day where they imposed their will physically with the line of scrimmage. Daryl Davis-McNeil, 25 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. Averaging just under four yards per carry. Judd Novak, timely quarterback runs. Seven carries, 66 yards, 9.4 per carry. Great day for Kutztown. A great opening round win, uh, but the goal moves towards next week against whoever their opponent may be. Yeah, and I mean, you, uh, I, I definitely think you should be celebrating this win, but for today only. Tomorrow, it's about getting locked in for whoever the opponent may be, whether it be New Haven, Charleston. It's about getting locked in for next week because next week means a little bit more than this week. And it's just, it's just about making... Making each week more important than the last. That's all That's all it comes down to, Jack. Well, Josh, an incredible day, an incredible game. 38-14, the Golden Bears take down Virginia Union. I think it's time to give out our player of the game. I, Where do we start? I mean, there's so, so many candidates. So many candidates. I mean, I'll let you go first. For me, I got to go with... I'm going to go with Judd Novak. 8 of 18, I know it wasn't his best afternoon, but he was efficient enough. 157 yards, two touchdowns, especially in that first half of the game. Uh, I really like how Novak played. Again, didn't have to do a whole heck of a lot in the second half for Kutztown. Uh, but I'm going to give it to Judd Novak, the redshirt freshman and the freshman of the year in the PSAC East. Unbelievable. Uh, I re really liked his performance. And when this game was close and it mattered, uh, he, he made some big-time plays through the air. Well, Jack, I can't along the process anymore. This is the second time I've done it this season. You know who I'm going to give it to? Kutztown's defense. I mean, they played their hearts out once more. I mean, we talked about how Byers was going to be the leader. I mean, he rushed for over 1,000 yards in nine games. They limited him. He did not do much. And, I mean, I think Kutztown only giving up two touchdowns. The one touchdown they had no control over. I mean, it was a special teams touchdown. But the second touchdown, I mean, it was the start of the third quarter. I mean, Jada Byers was getting hot, and they quickly shut it down. So, I mean, considering all things, I think Kutztown's defense, they knew they had to play the game of their life once again, and they did just that. And for those reasons, I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Kutztown's defense, man. I mean, offense stepped up, but defense stepped up one more. Yes, they did, Josh, and a good way, a good win. To go into the holiday week, as, as of course Thanksgiving is coming up uh, next week. Just want to say to all those still listening, enjoy your holiday. Absolutely. With with whoever you may spend it with, um, enjoy the time. But for Kutztown football, it's a great win here today. And Andre Reed, they'll be back at it next week, whether that be Charleston or New Haven. And again, it does look like the game will be down uh, in Charleston. They actually just struck back with a touchdown of their own, thirty to fourteen over New Haven on Super Rock tacked on a touchdown of their own early in the third quarter. 31-14 day lead over East Stroudsburg. So Josh, looks like the final game this year at Andre Reed Stadium. Yes, sir. It's... It's... Oh, man. Jack, I think this might be the end of an era. Very well could. Long drive it is down to Charleston. Um, Josh, I know we, we've talked early about travel. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at a TBD uh, yes. for coverage for next week's game for the Kutztown Golden Bears. Um, but if this was it, it was it was a great ride. 
fantastic season for Kutztown. Not what, we, not what we expected. Not done yet. And after the 0-2 start, to be able to, you know, put a performance in this nature against high-quality teams in Slipper Rock and Virginia Union, truly incredible for this Kutztown team. Um, their season lives on for one more week. I was able to take on either Charleston out of West Virginia or New Haven uh, in the second-round game here uh, in Super Region 1, Josh. I mean, it's it's a season I did not expect week three on our first broadcast. I thought for sure we would even be lucky to go five and five and five. Go, you know, five and six, six and five. I, I thought we would be lucky to even do that. But no, these Golden Bears, they're resilient. I mean, they're fighting every week just to live on one more, just to keep playing. And an unbelievable group check. I I mean I can't even compare it to that 21 team because I mean they're so different. I mean it's it's a team. It's an unforgettable team to say the least. Truly is a testament to the culture that Jim Clements has built here at Kutztown. Well that will do it for us here today from Andre Reed Stadium for Mitchell Smedley for Joshua Two. This is Jack Himes saying so long and enjoy the rest of your week. Go Bears.